This is Comic Geek Speak, episode 1562, I'm Brian Christman. I'm Shane Kelly. I'm Adam Murdo. And I'm Chris Everly. <laughs> and welcome to the show. This is our... I'm just Yeah, okay. Around. This is our previews <laughs> episode. This is going to be, we're going to be going through the previews catalog uh, for June for items shipping to stores mostly starting in August. Excellent, excellent. That's summer. End of summer already. We're thinking no, about wait, August. Wait, wait, Shane. August is the middle of summer in the beginning. Let's not describe <laughs> Well, as we record this, it's still spring. How's that? That's true. How's that? Oh, does this sound okay? I'm having problems with my microphone here. It does. Me, 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 you, you, you. Anyway. Up, 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 down, down. Welcome. Down. And we actually have Murr now joining us via Skype with hopefully the much clearer uh, audio and picture for those of you watching at home. How you doing, Murr? I'm doing just great. I heard you guys saying it was a little hot back there in uh, old Pennsylvania. It's a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a little on the hot side here, too, but, you know, we've got uh, some nice cooling sea breezes, so it's really very comfortable. And I'm just uh, pleased to be able to come to you in both sound and video from uh, the comfort of our Stone Arbor house. Excellent, excellent. And Chris, how are you doing in the northern part of New Jersey? Brothers, whenever I'm on the show, everything is A-OK. Oh, mm. wonderful, wonderful. All right, well... Let's get this party started first, as always. Let's with, kick this pig. Well, okay. With wow. uh, <laughs> with a previous episode, they're sponsored by DCB Service Discount Comic Book Service. Go to DCBService.com for all your pre-ordering needs, and they will be mentioned many times throughout this episode because they have many, many deals and specials. But as always, whenever you pre-order from them any DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, or Image title, they're right away. 40% off the cover price, and they run many specials, uh, usually upwards of 50%, sometimes even up to 75% off every now and then. And they also have some bundles where they put together a group of books in a, in a like theme for a discount for the entire purchase. Uh, like, for instance, this month, one of the things I'm going to mention, is, as they have had a lot of times, when you pre-order any new DC or Marvel Trader hardcover, they are right away half off the cover price. Now, the exception this month is those gallery editions from, uh, you know, the graffiti books and the Blu-ray combos. Okay. TVs, those are not part of that sale, but everything else, half off cover price. So, check them out. That's dcbservice.com. Boy, what I would have liked uh, to have not had all of those DVDs already <laughs> to order. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have every single, well, sink, stinking single one of them. Well, we'll get to that. Um... Is there anything before we jump in, gentlemen? Or any other business to take care of? Or nope. Okay, well let's, let's jump nope, right in. So. Um, first, we do something a little different. Uh, I saw somebody. I don't, I'm not sure whether it was on the forums or on Twitter <laughs> or Facebook, uh, but somebody asked. They sort of wanted to hear uh, what our, our pool lists are. So I've actually already placed my order for from this. So did I. You did for this. I catalog? did. You're kidding. Jeez, I did. Awesome. Yeah. That's two months now out of like six. Wow! Because it recorded, it's like June 9th. Uh huh. Single digit numbers in June. You, oh, I'm so proud of you, Shane. Yeah. 
and I get to edit it yet, which exactly. throws me to no end. Like, if we find more things this episode, yeah. we can add them to it. Yep. Um, so I'm going to give my pull list. Um, right now, it's, it's pretty small, uh, but I, I pre-ordered the Airboy miniseries. That's my pull Ugh. list. I haven't read it yet, but that, that's... <laughs> I know. Um, all new Hawkeye. Now, some of these, I guess, I have to might... I might have to change because of uh, the post-secret wars coming up, but I... All new X-Men. <laughs> uh, Angela Asgard Assassin. Avengers. Black Widow. Daredevil. All the Doctor Who titles from Titan. Uh, 10, 11, 12, and 9. <laughs> uh, Empire Uprising from uh, Image. No, I'm sorry, from Boom with Mark Wade. haven't read the first issue yet, but I, I have uh, it's, that. It's IDW, actually. IDW. Oh, I'm so confused. Thank you, Murr. That's why you're here, in case you're wondering. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Miracle Man, which I am woefully behind on as well. Morning Glories. Um, there's another trend. I'm very, very far behind on this as well. Um, New Avengers. Rachel Rising. Revival. Behind on that. Uh, Saga, Satellite Sam, Sex Criminals, of course, Secret Wars, uh, Silver Surfer, Strange in Paradise Kids, Thor, Uncanny Adventures, and still The Walking Dead. So, Shane, what's on what's on your list? Well, One more things if you don't have it. What's basically you initially? Now, some of that stuff I must have missed because I don't remember seeing another Sip Kids in here for this month. Or is well, that, that just your general? My, that's my ah, list. okay. Right. General pull list would be Sip Kids, um, Guardians, Nova, uh, Rocket Raccoon, Groot, um, Justice League, anything related, which can be the 3000 and all the other the, uh, four or five now like the titles. The, the Canada one. The Canada, the United, the, the United, Justice sorry. League, and Justice League America, and whatever. It, I think there's another Is Dark one still going? No, that stopped, but that's getting replaced with something okay. else post Convergence stuff. I forget what it's called, though, but I did get that. Maybe, no, it's something different. Um, Earth 2, and now after Convergence, there's still, uh, what's it called? Earth 2 something else, but it's Earth 2 Century. Society. Society, thank you. And um, Ben gets the Doctor Who, the Peter Capaldi Doctor. Yeah, this is your oldest son, Ben. Mm-hmm. He's 12? 13. 13, okay. And uh, he reads Nova and Rocket. He toys with reading Groot when I mentioned it, but he, he was a little bit hesitant about that, which surprised it's me. It's just I am Groot for 20 pages. I know. And <laughs> I can't. I still thought it would be fun, though. Um, if there's something like Fraggle Rock or Jim Henson-related stuff in Archaea, Boom-type area, I'll order those, too. And um, that's about it. I don't think I'm getting really anything else. My latest order really was Justice League and... Star Wars. Oh yeah, the Star Wars stuff that oh, Marvel's sure, putting sure. out. Okay, and and that was really it. My titles for my for this order was like seventeen. Okay. So, mm-hmm. all right, Murda, what say you? Okay, well, I'm cheating and uh, I'm working off of. But, well, you were probably doing the same thing, Brian. I'm looking at my last uh, DCBS order. Uh, I was actually looking at my uh, pull list, but yes. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't really have such a thing. I just pick and choose on a okay. monthly basis. Well, that's and fine. Some things I pick and choose every month, and some things I drift in and out. But okay. Uh, <laughs> Roughly alphabetically, um, let's see here. Um, I'm still following Astro City faithfully, every issue. Um, I'm also buying that Airboy miniseries that you guys are so excited about. We'll have to talk about that once we get some issues under our belt for that. I haven't gotten my copies yet. So. Yeah, because I skipped over that, so I'd be interested to see okay. what you guys say. It's, it's very, as I understand it briefly, it's meta James Robinson. Extremely, yeah. Okay. 
That's that's what I've heard anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Batmite miniseries, the Bizarro miniseries, uh, Batman 66. I don't think I've missed an issue of that yet. Um, I am also reading Empire Uprising from IDW. Excellent. Um, let's see. The Bob Burgers ongoing series from Dynamite. I will be getting every issue of that. To okay. Be sure. Uh, Godzilla in Hell miniseries from IDW. Our friend Dave Wacker will be uh, contributing to that. I'm still reading Grayson from DC. Uh, He-Man, The Eternity War. I'm keeping up with that. Uh, Mark Wade's uh, Digital First Insufferable, also from IDW. Um, Mark Miller's Jupiter's Circle. And when we started reading Jupiter's Legacy, my first thought was that the older characters seemed more interesting. And apparently Mark Miller's come to the same conclusion, because that's what he's doing with Jupiter's Circle. Um, Shane, I'm with you on Justice League 3001. I'm continuing to read that. And I'm adding Justice League United, which is the one that up until recently had been like Jeff Lemire's baby, the one that's set in Canada, Mm -hmm. because there's going to be some convergence fallout explored there, apparently. Um, From Marvel, I am continue to uh, buy monthly Ms. Marvel, uh, the Silver Surfer book, of course, which is one of the best things on the shelves. Ah, I forgot Uh, that. That's also my pull, the Silver Surfer. Thank you, Murd. I thought it might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl is another thing that I'm doing uh, month in and month out from Marvel. Almost everything Star Wars from Marvel. Uh, almost everything My Little Pony from IDW. Um, I will be reading the Omega Men series once it gets started. Um, haven't missed any of the Scooby-Doo team-up issues yet. Yeah, That's I have those fun. too. Yeah, I got those too. Mm-hmm. A couple of fun things from Oni Press are uh, the Rick and Morty series and Kaiju Max. I'm reading both of those. Rebels from Dark Horse, naturally. Uh, Gail Simone's uh, Secret Six is getting back on track, so I'll be buying that. Uh, Shield from Marvel by Mark Wade oh, uh, from DC. Sinestro. Um, uh, the Spongebob comic from Bongo and United Plankton I always do order that um, I've kept up with the Tithe series from Image uh, for, the, for the first arc just to see what I think of it um, and Weird Love the reprint of bizarre old uh, uh, romance <laughs> comics uh, from IDW and also Chuck Dixon's uh, Winter World from IDW Excellent. and Wicked and the Divine from uh, Image also Cowl whenever that comes out Chris I know you're still enjoying that as well oh it's Outstanding. All right, very, very, a very eclectic list, my friend. Yes. So, Chris, what well say done. you? All righty. Uh, well, first of all, Airboy. I won't. I won't spoil number one. All I'll say is, if the series remain is as consistent as number one, it will be my new title of the year, without question. Wow. Okay. That's high it's praise. The, the first issue was that good. Okay. Um, Daredevil, though, like a lot of the Marvel books, these titles are in flux, so I'm assuming Daredevil is going to be ending. Um, right, because it's not actually solicited this month. Yeah, so, but, you know, still one of the top Marvel titles. Uh, the Star Wars titles from Marvel have just been sensational. Um, I'm getting the flagship title, uh, Princess Leia and Darth Vader. I, I have not read the Padawan book, but but those three are, are, have been terrific. Uh, Thief of Thieves, which is from Kirkman's uh, uh, label. Skybound? Uh, Thank you. Sir. Skyward, Thank you. I'm not sure. Which I'm, I apologize. I think it's Skybound, actually. Okay. Um, saga, of course. Did I, did I mention Saga, by the way? You did, think... sir. You did. Okay. I <laughs> wasn't sure. Uh, Sex Criminals. Uh, Garth Ennis' War Stories from Avatar. Uh, Grayson from DC. Uh, Southern Bastards by Jason Aaron, uh, which is from Image. Secret Wars. Murd mentioned Cal, which is... Another one of the top books in the stands today. That's also from Image. Uh, all new X Men, although I'm woefully behind on it. But you know what I read so far was outstanding. Uh, the Avengers, in whatever form they resurface in after uh, Secret Wars. Also Empire Uprising, which oh, so good. Uh, Rebels, of course. 
Um, when it comes out, uh, Matt Wagner's The Spirit. I can't wait to read that. I'll be getting that as long as he's doing it. And for my boys, I always get SpongeBob uh, and Adventure Time. And many my kids also read some of the titles that I've listed as well. Um, not Sex Criminals, of course, but some of the, <laughs> some of the other superhero ones. And as, whenever Jason Aaron's doing Thor, I always get that also. Excellent. So that, that's the, the that's the list I can recall at the moment. Okay. Very good. Ben actually asked me about I had Sex Criminals, the trade sitting on top of a box, and he didn't see what it was, but he asked. Hey, is that something I carry? I'm like, no. And he said, well, what's in it? I'm like, it's not for you. It's, it's, it's adult stuff. It's not for you. Can I look? No. Can I see the cover? No. Um, I forgot about Batman 66 and Grayson. I do get those as well, and, and those are two of my favorite books. I double dip with Batman 66. I also order the hardbacks when they come out. Okay. Excellent. All right. Uh, nothing else but jump into preview, starting with Terrific. with do with Dark Horse. Jump, jump. That's right. Uh, right there on the first page of the Dark Horse section on page 30, uh, looks like Dark Horse is continuing to revisit their 90s output and bring back some more of their comics' greatest world characters. Uh, they did that with Barb Wire last month, and now we've got uh, the first issue of a four-issue King Tiger miniseries, brought to you by a couple of uh, old uh, Dark Horse bullpenners who have worked on their Star Wars series, Randy Stradley and Doug Wheatley. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Murd, because Stradley and Wheatley have done some outstanding work on Dark Horse's Star Wars line. So I have higher expectations for this series because those are two creators that I've always enjoyed. And the uh, first issue is half off through DCBS? $1.99. Murd, I didn't realize this was King Tiger was an older Dark Horse character. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was okay. part of their uh, Comics Greatest World event. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yep. Same one that spawned okay. Barbed Wire and Ghost right. and X right. okay. and a bunch of other characters. Right. Now... I'm not getting the series. I know Brian was, was getting the Mind MGMT, but on page 36, uh, there's a one-shot which um, sort of wraps up the series, which sometimes since it's not actually under that title. If you pre-ordered it through just your pull list, you might have missed it. So make sure you order new MGMT if you're uh, getting that, uh, the Mind MGMT. Hmm. This is a book I have to read because I have, I have not read any Matt Kent yet. And... Um, hmm. Chris Beckett sent me a very nice email just praising Kent and, Kent and kind of, you know, admiring the journey I'm going to be starting soon. And the first book I'm going to read is Two Sisters. I had that on order. Okay. And uh, I'm looking forward to ch- trying mind management. Hopefully over the summer I have a lot more time. Yeah. So, I think I have uh, the Two Sisters and uh, one of the spy ones as well as this, all the first trades, and I haven't read any of them yet. Um, nothing, nothing but positive things. I'm looking forward yeah, to. and I know Brian loved them as well. Um, on page 43, I saw that they solicited the trade of the Fifth Beal, yes. the Brian Epstein story. I have that hardcover. I still I haven't read it. I, I, think, I think Jamie D. loved this book, if I remember correctly. Um, so I'm looking for – I mean yeah. I love Beatles history and you know Brian Epstein is such an important part of the Beatles story as their uh, original manager. So I'm looking forward to, to reading that. Yeah, Jumping it, back for Mick. I'm sorry, Pants. Go also, ahead. Yeah, I, I read it. it. It's beautiful to look at. It's a great engaging story. If you're a Beatles fan of any – Sort. It, it's really, I won't say must reading, but it's a very, very good read. I might, Tell me back to page. I'm sorry, Shane, go ahead. I might order this. I have a buddy at work that um, I wanted to get the hardback, but I, I couldn't afford it at the time. I might order him the, t- t- the trade paperback and send it to him. He's a huge Beatles fan. Well, that'd be a great gift. Yeah. Tell me back to page 40. Two Brothers hardcover. Now, this is Gabriel Ba and Fabio Moon. 
they did the magnificent Day Tripper series, uh, miniseries for Vertigo, a couple years ago, which I thought was outstanding. And this is a new graphic novel they're producing. So anyone who read Day Tripper, you know, I would definitely recommend this. Even if you haven't, read Day Tripper and get this book too, because these are these are outstanding uh, independent creators. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend giving that a shot. I'd like to jump back a little bit further, even uh, to page thirty-four. Uh, I wanted to call attention to a new offering from Scott Collins, something that he's both uh, writing and drawing. Uh, it's, it's called Adam Point Three, and it's uh, apparently it's about a, a man who's born on a futuristic island utopia, uh, populated with talking animals, and uh, how he copes with a threat to this uh, you know, uh, uh, paradisiacal uh, world in which he lives. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's very Kirby-esque, just going by what little, uh, sample of it we get here on page 34. Um, experimenting with my new, uh, laptop cam here to give you a quick glimpse of the artwork, if you can make any of it out. But, uh, it, it looks like a, very much a Kirby concept, and I know that this is something Scott Collins is excited about. He was actually gushing about it a little bit on the letters page of Passed Away's number one, saying that this was something he'd been mean, a story he'd been meaning to tell for a long time, and he's, he's just super amped that it's finally making it to print right now, and you know, enthusiasm like that usually does show through in the quality of the work uh, once it finally comes out. So this is a quality creator who's really excited about what he's doing. He's doing it for himself because it's his own idea. Um, it's a five-issue miniseries, and I, I think I'm going to have to give it a try. And the first issue is 65% off through DCPS, wow. only a dollar thirty-nine. Nice. Jackpot. Nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, uh, go ahead, Panther. I was in number. I'm sure you saw on page 45. Yeah. He-Man and the Mash of the Universe <laughs> mini comic collection hardcovers. I owned a couple of those mini comics. I'm sure you did. I know you're a big He-Man fan. Mm-hmm. Yep, if they ever come out with a paperback version of this, I might just snap it up. Kills me when he says that. <laughs> what, he's, he's not going to get the hardcover? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just not really a hardcover guy, Shane. Oh, well, of course, Shane loves me because of the smell of the hardcovers. I we do, all, we all I know do. That very much. They last longer. I don't destroy them. <laughs> On page 40, 49, I see Battle Pug Volume 4. Yep. Mike Norton. I just want to point out some gallery editions. Page 43... Gallery editions are, are Dark Horse's version of the uh, IDW Artist editions. Mm-hmm. And 43, the reproducing P. Craig Russell original art. I mean, he's one of the, to me, one of my all time favorite illustrators in comics. A lot of great fantasy work. Um, they're reprinting uh, artwork from adaptations of works by Gaiman, Lovecraft, Bradbury, Minola, Barker, and Oscar Wilde. So. <laughs> You know, Impressive. there you go. And then on page 47, we've got a gallery edition of Usagi Ojimbo. Um, so they're producing work by Stan Sakai. This is a series I've yet to read, but I always hear great things about it. Yeah, so, me too. You know, we say that all too often, and it, it's true, but there's just so many things demanding, at least for most of it, like oh, I imagine, yeah. our, our time and effort. Yeah. There's so many things. That, now, this summer, with it being summer, and, you know, I watch a lot of TV, network TV, so they're all on, on hiatus. Um, there's no more lettering, so I've got five more hours a week free <laughs> to, to, to watch things. Uh, I, I mean, to, to not to read. So I'm going to try. Well, of course, now I just I just finished rewatching Twin Peaks, so I have to watch the movie. Ugh. I have to watch the <laughs> Firewalk with me because I have the Blu-ray with the extra footage in the movie. Wow. Pants, um, we'll, we'll talk at another time. We sure will. And you know, my Doctor Who watching, got to catch up on that. But I want to start diving into my voluminous back issue collection. And 
I, I knew we all have the same thing with this. So many things we probably have. Like you mentioned all those things we haven't read from oh, that God, kids. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. We're all like that. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and, it, and it just keeps growing because e- even the other week um, I picked up the first trade of the Miller Daredevil one that was offered because of our spotlight, and I showed some interest in that. And I'm going to get the other two and try to read through them in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. It won't happen, but I want to try. <laughs> And Usagi, uh, I hear that all the time, and uh, it looks like a fun book. I've read little s- single issues, and um, like there was the one hardback that came out last year or something. I read that, but I've never read the series itself. Page 50, a new authoring from a favorite writer of mine, often I think it's overlooked, is Paul Cornell. This damn band, number one of six, the sub, the uh, advertiser reads, Spinal Tap meets Ghostbusters. <laughs> what page are you on, sir? in. All right, that's all we need to know there. What it's page is that again? Page 58. Oh, 58. I'm sorry. Okay. Ah, yes. 1972, the world's most famous rock band thought they were, quote, worshipping Satan, only to find they were actually worshipping Satan. (laughs) I'm in. It's Paul Cornell. It's it's early 70s story. Murd, join me. (laughs) I'm all right. I think I beat you there, actually, Chris. I'm 100% on board with this. And written by Paul Cornell does not hurt in one bit. Not at all. And once again, this number one issue of the miniseries is 65% off through DC Match, only $1.39. That must be a new sweet spot. Yeah, again, they they do run these special special discounts every now and then. Get you hooked. One point I want to make to uh, back issue uh, divers. If you're interested in, in looking at looking at Paul Cornell's work, and you can always find them cheap. He did a brief cheap, not cheap. Excuse me. He did a brief series for Marvel, Captain Britain and MI13, which is outstanding. Uh, it's like a diamond in the rough. It's often overlooked. It wasn't. It didn't run that long, less than two years, I believe. But it's Paul Cornell at the top of his game. Highest recommendation for that. So, excellent. Anything else from Dark Horse, gentlemen? No, that's all uh, I had. Back on page forty-eight, uh, we've got something called Zodiac Star Force. It's a four-issue miniseries, and it's apparently a riff on the. Uh, Bishenji shoujo uh, genre of Japanese manga and anime, uh, the magical girl genre. So if you happen to be a fan of Sailor Moon and her Sailor Scouts and would like to see, like, an American take on uh, that kind of story, those kind of characters, well, here's here's an opportunity. And it is also 65% off the current price, (laughs) $1.39. I'm so happy to say this. They're hitting all the high notes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. (laughs) All right, uh, on to DC next? Yep. Indeed. Okay. Page 72, DC Comics Bombshells, number one. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I like the drawings. I like the covers. Go a little bit into about um, the bombshells. Uh, The ultra-popular statues from DC collectibles come to life in their own ongoing comic book series. Learn the story behind this alternate reality where the Second World War is fought by super-powered women on the front lines and behind the scenes. It all begins with the stories of Batwoman, Wonder Woman, and Star uh, Supergirl. It's interesting. I didn't it's something I didn't expect to see. I have a question. Um and it, it, first, first, yeah, first issue is half off. That's good. Good spot. So I, I, I've been I've been out of it in this sense. When did this Dark Side War start and where did it start? Was it always in Justice League? I think it's always in Justice League. It, um I think the prelude was what forty or forty-one, okay. maybe something like that. Yeah, I think it was forty, Shane. It was uh, it was a one-shot focusing on Metron of the New Gods. Yeah, and he has a little conversation with uh, the Anti-Monitor. Correct. And once again, uh, he, he strides the uh, current DC reality. Yep. 
And we get hints that uh, there's more to his background than what Marv Wolfman had told us in the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. And uh, there's going to be a war between him and Darkseid, and the JLA get caught in the middle, and that's, uh, that's the Darkseid War story. All right. Thank you. And I'll, I'll, get, I'll order these issues because I'm interested in reading it. I just actually read for the first time just last week Forever Evil, the soft cover, um, which I enjoyed. I, I didn't think it set the world on fire, but it was fun. I loved how it was from Lex Luthor's perspective. But uh, if, if John is, is writing this, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Uh, and before I forget, uh, speaking of the bombshells, uh, this month there are some bombshells variant covers for DC. Mm-hmm. And through DCBS, they have them bundled together. If you want to get all of the bombshells variant covers, you can get them at 45% off cover price. I believe there's 21 issues uh, with that. So, And mo- most of them, I think, in the solicitation previews catalog have in the upper corner yeah. the actual variant cover. So you and can see what that looks like. Unlike last time, this time also features men. Yeah, some of the bombshells. Uh, so there's a Sinestro one? Yeah, bit. there's an Aquaman one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what else I saw. Okay. And and the female ones, uh, like the one for Justice League number 43, have multiple characters on the cover. And I think there's a few of those, too. Yeah, you are correct. wasn't the way it was last time. Mm-hmm. It was just very calendar-esque single character on a cover ones. Right. Before we move beyond the uh, first couple of Justice League listings of the DC pages, um, I would like to call everyone's attention to Justice League United number 12 on page 75 Mm -hmm. and remind everyone that uh, those of you who are interested uh, in uh, the state uh, of the uh, DC Comics reality following Convergence number 8, this is probably the best place in DC's current offerings to... uh, uh, watch out for further developments on that front because it does seem that this Justice League United team is going to be concerning themselves with proactively adventuring in uh, well, the wider DC multiverse and solving uh, cosmic calamity type problems on the order of the con- convergence event itself. Uh, it's, uh, it's no longer written by Jeff Lemire. This series has been taken over by another Jeff, Jeff Parker, who is also a very talented writer and a good, a good crafter of superhero stories. He's done Thunderbolts for Marvel. He's done Agents of Atlas. He also writes Batman 66, uh, nearly monthly for DC Comics. Um, and so I'm interested to see what he's going to be doing with this uh, un- unusual and eclectic group of characters as they uh, explore the new uh, continuity wrinkles that uh, Convergence has created. And the artwork is by Travel Foreman, who is the uh, original artist of the new 52 Animal Man series. Okay. Animal Man is a character here, so if you liked that series, you liked the artwork, uh, you can see more of the same in Justice League United. Very good. A lot of these are titles that we've talked about that right. you know, have, have or will be launching uh, very soon. So they're in their second or third issue. In the, in the, well, most of their third issue in the previews. Mm-hmm. Since June is when DC's doing all these new number ones that we've been talking about. Up on page 86 and 87 is some more offerings for Justice League Gods and Monsters. Uh, there's a number one for Wonder Woman and then a number two for the series itself, uh, a number one, two, and three. I thought there was some of those... Last month, too, for Gods and Monsters. There were. I guess they're really trying to push this new animated film. uh, I like the animation for it because it seems very Bruce... um, uh, uh, Tim? Bruce Tim-esque, which I think is what the point is. But I don't know about the story and the designs. I'm not too thrilled about it, but we'll see. I'm certainly going to give it a try. Oh, yeah. Shane, are you going to get the DVD when it comes out? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I do get all of those yet. I haven't stopped with that. I've skipped the past couple, but this one I think I'm going to try. If I get it the week that they come out, so that 
they're on sale. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. If not, I will wait until they clearance that a little bit sometimes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, page eight, 82, uh, the Flash number 43 reintroduces into the new 52 reality The Folded Man, a uh, Flash villain that was introduced by Mark Wade during his run. See what the current creators make of him. And on page 85, Shane, Justice League 3001, number three, the future Justice League versus not only Starro, but uh, Jimmy Olsen as the giant turtle boy. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Absolutely Mateus, fabulous. We know you love us. <laughs> yeah, it, it just can't get any better. I, I love that series. It's just fantastic. I'm caught on my court here. Crap. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun book. I... I just wish it could have been the original team, but I'm past it. I'm reading it. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Just sticks in my craw a little bit, but that's all right. I don't blame you. <laughs> Page 100, this story, Truth, that's running through Action Comics, Batman, Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Anybody familiar with this? I have not read this. Nope. Mm. Sorry, no. Nope, don't know much about it because DC hasn't really been telling us that much about it through their solicits. Uh, it involves a new person in the Batman... Well, it's a new person in a Batman suit of armor. It's like a giant mecha bat thing, and I, I think it's going to turn out to be some member of the Gordon family. Yeah, I'm not too happy about that idea. Or what if they're reintroducing Azrael into the new 52? <laughs> don't hold your breath. Well, now... I Semantics are. Is it still being called the new Fifty Two? No, no. As far I as I know, I when didn't that think so. when that got pulled yeah, off the cover, that's when st when it no, stopped. DC has dropped it, but uh, we're still calling. Oh, it. Yeah, oh all yeah. right, all right. Okay, they, we can call it whatever we want to. Quite post Flashpoint, right, whatever. Right. Well, I mean, post convergence, and 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 really, convergence kind of solidified this. It it is our universe. At the end of that series, this is and and in everything that was referenced for these Careful. characters. <laughs> Spoiler. <well, laughs> It it says our universe for anything referencing comics that are going to be current in DC. So I really think that this is this is our universe for the foreseeable future. No matter what, any hopes, dreams, or whatever, this is what we're reading. So I I still think of it as the New Fifty Two or just our current universe. Okay, I'm going to keep on saying New Fifty Two just because <laughs> it's catchy, <laughs> and we love saying Fifty Two. No, that doesn't hurt either. <laughs> Page 105, we've got a new arc in uh, Scott Snyder's Batman series. So we finally gotten over Zero Year and whatever was going on with the Joker recently, and we're introducing a new bad guy, Mr. Bloom, who might even be the new 52 version of uh, Louis the Lilac. Oh, <laughs> it might my be. God. Yeah. <laughs> Could very well be. <laughs> that has some merit. So this is going to be my opportunity to jump back on that series after a long absence. See, and I just jumped off after reading 41 to whatever the last one was. 40. No, I think 41. 40. I'll have to check. For Harley Quinn fans on page 114, there's a Harley Quinn road trip special. Written by Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. Art by Brett Blevins and others. Covered by Amanda Connor. Looks like it's got Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and I'm thinking that's Poison Ivy on the, on the front there. Oh, yeah. um, I love Amanda Connor's artwork. It's just perfect for that sensibility. <laughs> and what do you think of Vartox on page 115, Murd, the way he's portrayed? Uh, but that's dark Vartox. Oh, it is? 
Oh, well, that explains it all, then. My goodness, I should read more carefully. Dark Vard talks, Lord, of course. What has it done to his nipples? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> On page 121, if you missed it, Scooby-Doo Team-Up Volume 2 is coming out. I, I enjoy that series. I think that's a lot of fun. They're now, they're now having not just superheroes appear in that book, correct? Aren't there Hanna-Barbera characters in there? Okay, that good. is correct. I think the Flintstones, the Jetsons, Jetsons yep. Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. Yeah, Secret Squirrel is coming up soon. Yeah. Oh, and Morocco right. Mole, too, That's I hope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I don't see how they could possibly tell that story without Morocco yeah, Mole. Like, yeah. yeah. Page together. 122 and 123. These are, these are great concepts for gifts. Hmm. They're packaging... Uh, various, you know, seminal DC works, and you know, they're these are these have long been out in trade, but they're putting them in hardcovers with the accompanying DVD of the animated movies that, and, and Blu-ray. Or yes, thank you, Blu-ray that that coincide at least loosely, if not closely, to the story in question. So you have Batman Black and White, and they've included with that the Batman Gotham Knight animated movie, uh, the Death of Superman with the Superman Doomsday movie. Uh, one of my favorite stories of all time, Batman Year One, with the outstanding Batman Year One animated film where um, Brian Cranston played uh, Gordon. Uh, Justice League, the new Fifty Two Justice League, with uh, the uh, whatever the last Justice League movie was, Justice League War. Another classic uh, by Morrison and Quietly, JLA Earth Two, always a favorite of mine. They've included the Justice League Crisis on Two Earths movie with that. And then from the, the classic uh, Perez, Wonder Woman from the 80s, Wonder Woman 1 through 7 with the uh, Wonder Woman movie. You didn't care for that movie, right, Shane, the Wonder Woman movie? I, I thought the movie was very well done. I just thought it was extremely violent for what yeah, I thought it was, it was going to be. Yeah, it was. Like, I, I can't take that to like, my nieces and say, hey, Wonder Woman, let's go and, and watch it because there, there's no way. It was a great movie, though. I thought it was very well animated, and it was a pretty good story. Um, I watched it I just thought it was very, very violent for one of the earlier ones that they put out there. Right. And uh, they seem to be, the DCBS has them priced at a 35% discount, which uh, comes to, for a couple of them, it looks like about like seventeen fifty four, which is almost price of the Blu-ray yeah. anyway. And, and that's the part that, that bugs me because I have most of these in some kind of format, whether it be single issues, hardback trade. Uh-huh. I have at least the DVDs. I have some on Blu-ray, but I could use some of what I don't have for both of them <laughs> in any direction. Uh-huh. <sighs> but I can't bring myself to buy it again. Uh-huh. As, a, as a retailer, these would be nice things to display come the holidays. These are great oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As gifts, especially to people mm. who want to get into comics. Um, you know, so, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the new Justice League, but, you know, Earth 2, Year 1, there's, there's some really good stuff here. Yeah, there sure so. is. Yep. Really good idea on DC's part. And the price yeah, point I, makes it even better. Yeah. And, and I'm, sh- I'm sure more will come along, but I'm surprised that they didn't start with uh, Dark Knight Returns since that's mm-hmm. out on Blu-ray and DVD and all that as well. It, it, I'm sure it'll surface in the future. Yeah. Uh, the next page is exciting for fans of comic book history. Yeah. Uh DC is doing a whole series of trade paperbacks highlighting key creators from the Mad Magazine era, the heyday of Mad Magazine. So you have Jack Davis, the, the legendary Wally Wood, uh, Will Elder. Uh, these, these are this is a great idea. Um, I'll certainly be carrying these in my store just out of respect, if nothing else. So, you know, written by Harvey Kurtzman, of course. So this is this is classic stuff. Yeah, like issues one to twenty-three. 
Oh, Murray, look at page 126. Now, I know you won't get a hardcover. <laughs> a collection of all the multiversity stories. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yep. 50 bucks, 448 pages. Half off through DCBS. Yep. <laughs> Glad they produced it, but uh, I've already got all the uh, component uh, single issues. So. Excellent. Uh, to get on the, the, the latest movie bandwagon, they're printing on page 127 a trade reprinting the first issues of the, the 80s Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I was John debating Ostrander. about picking that up. I never read it. Don't well, you I have the issues? I have Some sporadic issues, but I don't have all of it. Post-crisis years. Yeah. Oh. I have the one that features the Justice League uh, in that flip in the, cover. Right, right. Um, just a couple sporadic from here, from here and there throughout that whole well, series. If that's if you don't have them all, you then for the love of God, don't go through the back issues because the back issues have shot up because of the movie. The movie as oh, I absolutely. There. Like you're, you're seeing at, at shows, you know, thirty, forty bucks for issue one. Oh my god! Again, I don't know if they're selling it that, that much. No, but that's what the price is. Uh, exactly. Jeez. So, that's I, I, again, I. I... Anybody buying books like that, please do yourself a favor. Take advantage of some other chump and sell it very quickly because <laughs> that is not going to – Suicide Squad from the 80s, that they're in bargain bins. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not going to last. Oh, for heaven's sake. One can only hope. Um, on page 128, if you did not get it, and I've been getting them for Ben and, and really Matt, but Ben's been reading them first, the um, Flash Season Zero comic – and he loves it. There's a trade paperback of the first 12 issues, which is the the whole first year. So that's kind of cool. On uh, the next page, uh, classic stuff here. You have a, a new printing of the Absolute Green Lantern Green Arrow hardcover. This reprints the classic uh, Bronze Age uh, uh, Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams stories, so including the, the classic you know, Speedy Hooked on Heroin uh, issue. And then when Hal and... and um, Oliver travel across the country, and they're also reprinting some Flash stories that they did. This, this, uh, this. I think this is in soft cover too. Uh, at least the Green Hour Green, Green Lantern. The Green Hour Green Lantern stuff is. Yeah, it's 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 classic DC uh, material. And then next to that, if you're a, a fan of Simon and Kirby, you've got the Boy Commandos Volume Two, which in its heyday was a huge seller in the Golden Age. And of course, it's one of the classic Simon Kirby kid gangs that Murray always fondly refers to. Um, so that's another uh, great collection, especially if you're interested in, in uh, Golden Age history. Yep. The next page, some very interesting stuff. First of all, DC continues, and I applaud them for this, to continue to reprint uh, the new Teen Titans mm-hmm. uh, in trade. The the classic Wolfman Perez material from the early 80s, of course, our esteemed founder, uh, Peter Rios, is a passionate fan and expert on. That's great stuff. And then below that, this is very interesting. The DC Comics Art of Darwin Cook. 400 pages, $40, and collects all kinds of classic Darwin Cook stuff. Great artist. On page 132, more gallery editions for graffiti designs based on DC work. They're reissuing the Kelly Jones Batman gallery edition. Below that, they have the Frank Miller uh, Ronin gallery edition. So... Wow, I mean, just, just reading for the Ronin, this mammoth volume presents Frank Miller's groundbreaking six-issue miniseries Ronin in its entirety, including all interior artwork, covers, and gatefolds. My God. Yeah. Wow. They're driving me nuts with all of these things. I get 
Uh, yep. yep. It's, it's good. It's good. I'm happy to see it in print. I just, I just can't get them all. If you're a fan of Anthony Bourdain, and my wife is a passionate fan of Bourdain, um, in fact, if he appeared in her house, she'd probably leave me for him. But I understand. <laughs> um, get Jiro, uh, or get Hero, probably. Blood and Sushi hardcover. He did this. He did a first book about this character working with uh, Joel uh, Rose um, and, uh, forgive me, Ale Garza. Um, I want to say a year or so ago, and it looks like they're doing a follow-up to that. So if you're a Bourdain fan, you might want to check that out. His, his, his show, by the way, is out, absolutely outstanding. Um, what else, gentlemen? On page, uh, on page 140, I want to get a Central City badge in the worst way, <laughs> but I probably won't. I had it on my list. I took <laughs> it off. I might put it back on. I probably won't. It just looked cool. <laughs> And all the Bat Universe toys look amazing. Yeah, but Shane, you're going to try to get rid of a lot of your toys, aren't you? I know. That's why I didn't order any of these. Not, <laughs> not from day one. I, I've held a couple in my hand. I've toyed with the idea of buying them. I, I just didn't. Nope. So your self-restraint is admirable. It's <laughs> tough. Certainly not easy. <laughs> Page 138. Uh DC continues, and I, I applaud this, they continue to repackage a lot of their classic Vertigo titles into larger volumes. But they're still only 1999. Um, well, the Why the Last Man Book 3 is, 100 Bullets Book 3 is 24.99. But um, you're getting these full series just in, in just larger editions. Uh, they're still the same trade paperback size, just they put more issues into each, into each volume, essentially. But these are, these are all the classics of the Vertigo line. They've done this with Preacher... Um, why now? Hundred bullets. I'm sure they'll do with other with other series going forward. All right. Anything with DC yet, gentlemen? One last thing I have to mention, pants. Certainly, because it's page 143. DC Comics Super Pets. Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's right. Plush figures, Deck Star, and Streaky the Super Cat. Murd, it's all for you. <laughs> so that's exciting. Meow. <laughs> sure, Tammy will appreciate it. All right. Uh, on to IDW. Yippers. All right. Oh, and starting with uh, X-Files Season 11, number one. Um, I actually have quite a lot of the Series 10. Uh, I read the first issue, loved it, and lamented at the time, oh, I don't want to buy more X-Files books because it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, and I, again, just haven't followed up reading them, but I have a lot of them. And of course, now they've announced uh, they're coming back as a series. I think yeah. of several episodes. Yep. So like, everything old is new again. They just tweeted a photo on set of their uh, chairs, Mulder and Scully. Uh, so that, it's yep. all happening. But now the new uh, season eleven, uh, writer Joe Harris, uh, artist Matthew Dow Smith. And let me just look up here and see if I can find if it has any... I'm sure it has some sort of special discount through, uh, through DCBS. Here's somebody vamp while I'm looking at that up here for me, please. Thanks for vamping, guys. As I, as I switch the camera <laughs> to both of them to make them vamp. <laughs> hey, Go! So, well, uh, hang, when, hang, when hang is, on a second. When is X-Files supposed to come out on TV again? Do you know? I, I don't know the exact time. But uh, first of all, it's half off through DCBS, $1.99. Um, Chris, next time we vamp, you look to your right. Murd, you look to your left and wave at each other. <laughs> There you go. Murd the other way. Murd the other way. Oh, God. Okay. Hello, you're, brother. You're playing with the... <laughs> oh, my God. Chris blew me a kiss. Of course I did. <sighs> All right. Uh, moving on, please. Let's... 
I got a lot to get through here. On page 153, looks like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Amazing Adventures number one, a new series. I have to say that to my I, boy. That uh, based on the cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. I've heard the current TMNT book is quite good. I haven't read it myself, but I haven't read that. My uh, my boy has read some of the animated issues from the previous series, and he loved them. He wants to get the trades, so if I tell him this, he'll either say get it right away or wait for the trade. But he'll be into this, it. This is interesting. Um, page one fifty eight. Sherlock Holmes, the 7% Solution, one of five. Now, this is a novel written by the director, Nicholas Meyer, who many people no doubt know directed Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. And six. And six, Undiscovered Country, and also did a version of The Time Machine, which I remember enjoying in the mm-hmm. 1980s. Um, so the Tipton brothers, right away I'm in because they've done some wonderful Star Trek adaptations. Both City on the Edge of Forever, uh, mm-hmm. with a friend of the show, J.K. Woodward, which is tremendous. And also the recently wonderful Planet of the Apes crossover. Yep, so, which is solicited later on. It's, uh, yeah. Or actually, so, previous page, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to read this. So that's exciting. All right, Pants is right. Page 156, they're putting the, the primate directive <laughs> into a trade paperback. Outstanding. Skipping over the hardback, unless I missed that last yes. month. It looks like they are, yes. Son of a gun. <laughs> Page 161 has uh, String Divers 1 of 5. Just looks interesting to me, just the artwork. Mm-hmm. Meet the String Divers, a renegade team called upon to save the universe from arcane threats in at a sub-microscopic level. All looks right. cool. Their costumes look neat. Miniaturized heroes. Uh, page 165 is very exciting. The Incredible Hulk, Sal Buscema. I get chills just hearing the name. Ah, uh, yes. Our, our, our pal Sal, all right? Yeah. Marvel Artist Select Series number one. So, I think I think this is a new thing from IDW. I think they're, so, they're, too. They're, they're have, Sal Buscema, because he's, you know, he's still with us, he was he picked his favorite Incredible Hulk stories. And they're reproducing them, no doubt, in a, in a, in a very uh, prestigious format. Oversized, limited edition hardcover. 999 copies. Oh, wow. Um, 312 pages. Uh, they say please inquire for the price. Yeah, Luckily, that scares me. Yes, well... Uh, I, wait, wait. I have my retailer order form. Okay. So I, can tell you what that, I can tell you what that's going to be right now. Okay. All I, right. My cost as a retailer will be $75 for this book. That's the net cost for the retailer. I'm ordering a copy for myself. Well, there you go. Without question. But they, I hope they do more of these. That's a great, that's a great idea, letting, letting these, these prestigious creators... You know, select what they consider their their finest work in, in terms of a certain character. And Sal Buscema is well known for a, lot, a long run on the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, it has a, includes a new interview with Sal. Oh, nice! Oh, terrific! Yeah. Now, what's uh, did you do you know what it is through the regular DCBS website? Uh, it's ninety seven fifty. Okay. That's a cool. that's a great deal because the retailer cost that is seventy five dollars. Yeah. So, and then pants just to wet your whistle and get you salivating. The very next page, <laughs> yeah. Joe Kubert's The Return of Tarzan uh, Artist Edition, a, a second volume of Kubert yeah. Tarzan. I, I have the first edition. Do you? I do have the first oh. one. You know, something I just broke down and, and, and got. Um, is it pretty? It is very pretty. I mean, Joe Kubert, who we can hear now. Oh, yeah. Of course, at his time in editing, he kept quite a lot, if not all of his original art, uh, which, yeah, my gosh. 
these things they and they keep coming out like like it's like a new one every month. It's like guys, guys, guys. I know I can't get them every month. I I have about a dozen of them, I think, in my collection. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, I don't know where I'm going to put them right now. I'm moving things around the house. It's like how are you going to put them on a bookshelf? I was going to ask you: Do you display them? Are they still in their boxes? They're still in the boxes. That's what I have. I, mine I, mean, too. I opened a seal, but I, I, the, the box is cool because it has the a little logo on the front, yep. and it's sort of like gets it. It's like airtightish, and it's <laughs> it keeps them kind of straight. Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. a place. I don't have a shelf or a but place they, they to store them. They look quite open too, so it's like, oh, yeah. Because if I do open them up and take them out of the box, the boxes are staying somewhere. I'm not going to get rid of the boxes. Yeah. yeah, I have them all collected, and and I'm my comics are up on the upper floor. I mean, you know where they are, so I wasn't afraid to leave them on the floor. They're all standing up, wedged between two mm-hmm. things, because I have no place to put these gymungous editions of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they look great. I love them. Anything else from IDW, gentlemen? <laughs> well, on the very last page of the solicits, um, page 182, IDW's continuing their string of uh, adaptations of random 80s TV properties with Airwolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Creators such as Mike Barron, Barbara Kiesel, Mark Andreco, Jeff Marriott, and others. They have some great creators on this book. Hmm? Wow. People just like their nuclear helicopters, I guess. <laughs> Can anybody tell me which network Airwolf aired on uh, when it was on TV? Oh, boy. I don't remember. Oh, here. Let's, I want to say let me, NBC. Let me go. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you are correct, sir. Let me... Uh, it's just a trend I'm noticing. A lot of the things that IDW is bringing to comics lately, say by the bell, Punky Brewster, to name a couple, ah. have been NBC shows. Wrong, Shane. Fox. Wrong, Shane. <laughs> CBS. Yes. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. CBS as well as the USA Network for its final season. Huh. Oh, wow. Gee. If it's on Wikipedia, it must be true. Uh, well, I'm sure it is. Was, was Jan Michael Vincent the lead in that? <laughs> yes, he was. For a long time. I don't know and about Ernest the last season. Borgnine. Yes, Ernest Borgnine. That's right. Absolutely. Oh, that was That's why I watched it was Ernest Borgnine. Really? Yeah. Marty? You big fan of Marty? Uh, uh, big fan of uh, Mikhail's Navy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, lo- I also, not only did I like Jonathan Silverman, but again, Ernest Borgnine for Single Guy that was on NBC. Oh yes, love <laughs> that. <laughs> love that. that. I think uh, uh, was Ming Na Wen in that too. Uh, oh, I think of another '80s series. Well, that I know she was on ER. She was in another. Oh, okay. Keep ahead, talking while okay, I go, go do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you pass up Ernest Borgnine on a TV show? I that's half the SpongeBob's I watch are when he's on for a <laughs> Barnacle. Um, uh, what's it called? Mermaid Man. Mermaid Man. Thank you, Jesus. Evil. <laughs> she was on a single guy yeah that was a great show and 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 all right so now we have the cameras and right now I, I think uh one of the monkeys was on that as a, as a guest spot uh, if i'm not mistaken oh i'm gonna go crazy. probably mickey dolan's i don't remember I, I could be completely wrong about that when so what years was that does it say five to 97 all right so i was just newly married in 96 and carlina and i would sit down to watch it and she used to laugh at me because I'm so stupid. The song was da da dun da da dun 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 dun, and I would just wiggle back and forth like this, doing this stupid ass little dance the whole time the theme song played. And Carlene would just sit there laughing at me because I'm so stupid and giving me like the roll of the eyes, but she could not resist laughing. That was during the whole musty TV. Right, right, right. We watched all of those. Yeah. Oh I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. We're old. That was, that was 20 uh, years ago that show was yes, on. it was. Yeah. 20 years ago. Why am I shouting? Yep. <sighs> Friends. You're, 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 not you're about you. Fancy, <laughs> Caroline in the City. Caroline in the City! Yes. Seinfeld. 
Come on. Oh. <laughs> Don't you remember the blackout that went yes, through all of the episodes? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Mad about you started it. No, with no, taking no, out the cable no, box. Oh, no. who's who? Uh, with Jill uh, Connick. Well, at that time, Joe Goodacre was in Friends and, and trapped in yes. the bank with yes, uh, in the ATM with, vestibule with, uh, with Chandler. Ross? Chandler. 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 Sorry. He my, was. Let's get back to the preview before I go too he far. He was some guy. I'm trapped in an ATM vestibule with some guy. All right. <laughs> Let, let's go on to Emmy before we go through the entire NBC lineup from yeah, the that's 90s. True. I have a great book about NBC must-see TV, by the way. Oh, my god! I'll tell you about it later. I'm sure you will. <laughs> All right, a new book by Kieran Gillen. Phonogram, the immaterial girl, number one of six. I love the new wave 80s cover, number one. Yeah. And this is the, and I have not read The Wicked and the Divine. I've heard a lot of great things about it. This is the same creative team. Mm-hmm. Um, so this may be certainly worth checking out. Emily Astor sold half her personality for the power to rule a, a coven of phonomancers. In a world where music is magic, a song can save or ruin your life. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, if I had picked up a prior uh, phonogram miniseries, um, I would definitely be jumping on board this as well. But uh, I think I discovered this uh, creative team through Young Avengers and then followed them to Wicked and the Divine. And by then it was a little late to jump on to the uh, phonogram bandwagon. But if I can find those uh, miniseries and trader back issues, uh, I probably will buy them. And then I will subsequently buy this. Yeah, well, it's a gem of the month through preview and it's half off with DCBS. Ta-da-da. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Oh, on page 192, we're returning to the uh, pilot season competition. Uh, yes. The winner of uh, that uh, was The Beauty. And uh, it's been a couple of years, I think, since, since. this particular competition took place. Yeah. But uh, this one's finally, 20... the winner is getting its due. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, the Beauty, number one, is hitting stands. It's about a plague that uh, makes uh, the people who uh, contract it uh, physically attractive, but eventually causes them to spontaneously combust. So Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Slight catch. So, yeah, yeah. Interesting issues to be explored there. Yeah, but this is uh, the winner from 2011 from Jeremy. I remember reading it back mm-hmm. then. We might have even done an, epi- done an episode about that through the old about all the pilot seasons. And I, I'm, I want, oh god, I wish I knew which one I, I voted for. But uh, this might have been. I might have voted for the winner. I just, I just say it. I voted for the winner. Don't look back <laughs> in the archives and, and actually listen to the episode to find out. Uh, um, but actually, this one's on my uh, pull list. I, I did order this one. What else jumps out at you from Image, my friends? Well, on page 202, I don't remember if this was ever solicited before. It doesn't say it. But there's a Walking Dead giant-sized artist-proof edition of number one. It's kind of interesting. Wow. It's interesting. Uh, But 20 bucks? 20 bucks for the first issue. Uh, I'm trying to – we should do some sort of a field survey. What what single comic – has been reproduced the most. Walking Dead I mean, number Walking Dead amazing, number, amazing Fantasy 15? Possibly. Walking Dead number one has been a convention exclusive at Wizard Cons with different covers oh, for yeah. quite some time now. Yeah, very true. Um, so that's probably up in the running. Um, interesting, though. But, yeah, some of the artwork for that is also quite pricey. So if you want to see the actual art and you don't know if someone has the artwork, it's the next best thing to getting that. Yeah, yeah. There on page 208 is your Airboy 3 of 4. Uh, again, this – I can't wait to talk about Airboy when, when you guys have all read it. it, it Shane, you especially as, a, as, a, as one of the world's leading James Robinson fans, you will read this book 
and you're going to get giddy. See, and I totally missed the boat. I'm going to have to track it down oh, somewhere. No, I, I didn't even know it was out there. I, I knew to pre-order it. It's on my pools. I, I made sure I didn't miss hmm. an issue. Now, of course, I haven't gotten an issue. One of in my, my next shipment from D.C. Beth got it yeah. once a month. Yeah. But, every, yeah, from the looking at it, from little I saw ahead of time and hearing some of the feedback, yeah, it, it's... Huh. Especially when Chris raves about it. Anything Chris raves about is... I don't know how I missed that. Well, you're surrounded by people who will be more than happy to lend, Shane. Excellent. Indeed, brother, as, long, as long as you wear gloves. I'll spit on them first. <laughs> You're not getting my copy then. <laughs> you know, as always, as you go through the pages, their image has a, such a magnificent, eclectic array of titles to choose mm-hmm. from. Yeah, they sure do. Um, many of these books we've talked about in the past. Um, it, it's just, it, again, I just, I'm so in love with this company now because they're they just provide, they're just showing you what the comic book media is capable of in terms of just the, the sheer breadth and variety of, of topics that their books cover. And. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. I mean, interrupt you, Chris. You finished? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just bloviating. Go ahead. And I hope I can paraphrase this correctly or get this correct. Uh, there was an article I read today on one of the comic news sites about, you know, because with Image, it's through creators owning the products there. Yeah. Of course, you're going to remember creators going there because they own it and they can, not they're about, you know, the big two owning right. their stuff and getting. You know. And there was a comparison. And there was a. I don't know if it was a quote or a, a, uh, saying that Scott Snyder, you know, makes more money for witches than for Batman. Now, again, I, I may have some of the, so search, I, I can't find the article right now, but, so that's driving people to Image. You're going to get better people at Image who, I mean, they already have a lot of great characters, oh uh, creators, yeah. but they're, they're motivated not you know, not by money, of course, but to do their own thing without the strings of the big two, or yeah, you know, yeah. that's well, it's good for comedy because freedom and more money, freedom yeah. and you know, uh, yeah. And not only that, they have with the way things are today in terms of multimedia, a lot of these creators, if they go to a, an imprint like Image and they retain control over their creations, if those big movie bucks roll in, if their if their property gets optioned, for example, I mean, look at Mark Miller, for example. I mean. I'm not. If what you're saying is true, pants, I'm not surprised at all that he's making more. That uh, Snyder's making more money from his creator-owned stuff than for writing Batman. So, you know that that, that I'm I'm really pleased to see that because when we look at the history of the medium and how many creators got royally screwed by you know the work for higher range. I realized that was that was legal when they did it, and you know it's it's all it's the past now. But it doesn't change the fact that there's a lot of people who died very poor who certainly should have been able to benefit from their creations. Bill Finger is the person I think of immediately, and also, of course, Kirby and, and so many others. So it's nice today to at least see these, these newer creators really getting to benefit financially from their creations. So, Oh, I know what it was. Scott Snyder was at Special Edition Your Comic Con this weekend, um, and he earns far more in his image book than on, say, you know, Batman. This is from Bleeding Cool. I, I, I grabbed that from him. Give credit, sure. but I, that's where I saw it. But they actually, it mentioned that he was at uh, Super... Wow. Yeah. All right. Is that it for Image? I have one shout-out to give on page 198. Uh, it's the third issue of uh, Brandon Graham's Eight House Kiem. 
Um, it, it, it's for the sake of the artwork mainly. Um, it's uh, by Husho uh, G. Penalta, who is uh, from Spain and who has been a listener to CGS in the past. He was oh. actually an active participant on our forums for a little while uh, under the name of Laserall. Uh, he, we actually met him at uh, the London, the, the first London Super Comic Convention back in 2012. Uh, very nice guy, very smart guy. He and his uh, girlfriend were both walking around and uh, came stopped by the table several times. Very nice uh, person, and uh, his artwork is extraordinarily detailed, sort of evocative of. Jeff Darrow. So, uh, uh, congratulations on landing some more work in the American uh, comics field, Husho, and uh, I hope some folks listening will uh, give your artwork a look. Well, I've said before, I'll say it again if I haven't said it before and said it again, but Merg, your, your, your memory is amazing, and your, yes. your pronunciation is, is amazing, and it makes me feel like a, an idiot when I say dumb things like that. So. No, well, yep, he had to too. coach me on how to pronounce his first well, name. Well, but nevertheless, you remembered it, and remember when we met him, and goodness gracious, you're... you're, you're you retain you're, it, and you don't mess it up. You're a credit to, uh, to, to geeks everywhere. Yeah. Uh, go on. <laughs> uh, no, we can't because we got to continue on with the, the, the episode here. But uh, yeah, fine idea. Oh, uh, I, are we up to Marvel now? We are up to Marvel. We are indeed. Okay. Yeah, this is sort of a, uh, an odd month for me because there's, there's no Daredevil in it. It's <laughs> something that I've seen, and I'm only picking and choosing very few. I think I'm getting the Starlord Kitty Pride, um, the Guardians of Nowhere. And maybe one other of the Secret Wars books, and that's about it. So my my total order for this month was about fifty one dollars. It wasn't fifty two; it was fifty one dollars, because uh, there's just you know the regular books aren't get um, aren't coming out. I wasn't gonna get all of these oh, crazy yeah. Secret no. Wars titles. I had to really pick and choose. Well, and, I'm excited. I'm sorry, Pants. Go ahead. Well, no, that's Shane. I think that was Shane. <laughs> oh, I apologize, brother. I um, apologize. I'm I'm in a similar boat. The only thing right now that I ordered from Marvel. Um, while Secret Wars is going on, is uh, Star Wars Lando, the Kanan, Star Wars Invader, and uh, Princess Leia when that was going on. Everything else I'm just kind of letting by the wayside. When I went to Golden Eagle the other day, I picked up um, Scotty Young's, what is it, Little Avengers versus X-Men book number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's things I might pick up as time goes on, but I, I kind of wanted to go to the store to see them before I did right. that. So right. for That's good. This time frame, I'm just doing that. Now, as you record this, um, there has been the announcement, of course, about the all-new, all-different Marvel post-Secret Wars relaunch, whatever you want to call it. We'll all do number ones. Yeah. It's going to be how they are going forward. We'll have more to say about that in, in the future. Uh, but as you record, this hasn't really been a whole lot of... There's been some stuff that's come out. Like, you know, some images of characters and, like, X-23 might be Wolverine. And, and some other characters you know, missing, from, missing posters. from posters. and all kind of stuff. So we'll have a talk about that in the future. It'll be very interesting when that actually gets put in the solicits, which I don't think will be until the August 1st or October, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it sounds To come right. out in time for the Comic-Con in October. So yeah. that could be a whole thing, which, uh, again, I'll... I got on board with a lot of the Marvel Now stuff when that launched and mm-hmm. liked a lot of that stuff. It also coincided with my dislike of DC at the time. But now with Marvel and the Secret Wars, and I'll see how it goes. I'm going to have to, again, start all new, pick and choose what I'm going to go with. Because yeah. there could be, be many new number ones, and I don't want to do them all, but we'll sort of talk about them on the air as well at some point. Right, right. But that, more to come on that down the road. Shane, I'm in a similar position. Uh, Because it's in the middle of the Secret Wars event, I'm not getting most of these books. But one thing I am going to try is on page 27, Hank Johnson, Agent of Hydra (laughs) number one. 
written by David Mandel of Seinfeld fame, who is a huge original art collector and actually gave a lot of the scans for, I think, the Marvel Covers edition that was out not too long nice. ago. Nice, nice. Just the fact this book, and he was also involved in Curb Your Enthusiasm, which was another... Yes, of course, we know Peter David, yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, just the fact that they're going to ex explore the suburban private life of a Hydra uh, agent, you know, dealing with his kids, the dog... Um, having to take them to school, Hydra's at Human Resources Department. <laughs> I I cannot wait to read this because I, I love when they when they kind of spoof themselves like this. Plus, I really miss the Hydra uniform, which you, you'll never see in the movies or on television. So yeah. this looks like a lot of fun. And it it, it reminds me of uh, the old uh, GI Joe Fred Crimson Guardsman. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anything else in terms of Mar Marvel comics are jumping out at people? I mean, a lot of this is just Secret Wars, you know, in, in the midst of things. But right. Well, uh, I uh, for on page sixty-six for Groot issue three, featuring guest stars Dawn Greenwood and the Silver Surfer. Yep. First time I think they've been appeared outside of their own book, and actually issue fifteen is in this list for Silver Surfer as well. Very much like that book. As oh. just before the pages before that, just again, advertisements for all of Marvel's current Star Wars titles. Once again, did these, you know, anybody might have had trepidation about Marvel taking the, the books from Dark Horse, because Dark Horse did such a wonderful job. You, you, can, you can dispense with your fear, because these are tremendous. Um, I, I can't I mean, I have not read The Last Padawan, but the other three, I, I just read Star Wars uh, 6. Uh-huh. Uh, past week i won't obviously spoil anything but oh yes a aaron is just knocking it out of the park and i i, mean, I give them credit for the solicit for issue nine here where it says something about a mysterious woman from han's past and yeah i i read about that issue because i'm not getting it but that's Quite interesting. Shane, do you know what we're talking about? No. All right, well, then we'll stop right there. I don't want to go, oh, okay. boy. We'll talk about it afterward. I'd like Write to... that down so we can talk okay. about it afterwards. All right. <laughs> um, well, write it down. Also, uh, I'm sorry, Shane. Go ahead. <laughs> My only thing with the Star Wars books, now I've read uh, the first issue of Vader and the first couple of Princess Leia, and they're great. I'm excited to read the Kanan, The Last Padawan, because I really enjoy the Clone Wars cartoon. My only problem with the main Star Wars book, while it's great... Um, it seems like he throws in every possible Star Wars cliche every single issue. So the first couple issues are all taking place at the same place, at the same location. And every issue has the same, to me, same cliches that are in Star Wars. Now, I get that. You know, everyone says, I got a bad feeling about this or wh whatever's going through. But every character, every issue, uh, that wears on me a little bit. It's, it seems like um, while he can... While he's writing a good story, at sometimes it, he doesn't know what to do, so he throws in cliches to make you realize, yes, this is the same Star Wars universe. And that's fine. I'm not knocking it or anything other than it bothers me personally. I, I hope he kind of pulls back on that a little bit. The, okay. the reason why I don't mind that, Shane, is because it just further makes me feel like I'm watching one of the films. And I think he's captured thus far really the feeling of the the original movies. So I understand what you're saying, but to me it's just more like being home. And that makes sense, and, and I get that, and, and I'm still loving them. I mean, they are they are great. 
the artwork is out of this world. I, I oh. think on them, uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. This is interesting for Kirby fans. On page seventy-two, Shield uh, number nine, you've got an oversized anniversary issue. And it includes a sequence penciled by Jack Kirby and inked by Steranko that had never seen print until now. Really? Hmm. So that's interesting. And you know, the that... story, it's a commemorative 50th anniversary issue in terms of Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's going to unite Phil Coulson with the original Nick Fury in a cross-time adventure. Wow. So that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, I have to imagine that that's not old news to knowledgeable people about the Kirby stuff. I'd never heard of that before. No, I didn't But either. I'm assuming that, that other people smarter than I must know about that. Probably so. Yeah. And also the return of Dum Dum Dugan and the birth of the new Howling Commandos. How old would Dum Dum be now? <laughs> <laughs> Unless he took the Infinity Form as well. Yes, indeed. Well, and it's also half off with DCBS. As we go into trades, um, they're doing it. Marvel continues their epic collection. This one yep. is um, Star Wars Rise of the Sith. So, again, they're reprinting uh, Dark Horse material, including the magnificent Star Wars Tales, which was a great series. Did you read that, Shane? I read some of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was. Awesome. I think I also had an um, audio full cast drama of some of those that they put out. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The, some, of the, some of them were funny. Mm-hmm. Some explored, you know, really sort of esoteric corners. Um, they got top-flight writers in that book. Star Wars Tales, I highly recommend people. There were trades that Dark Horse did that you may find in used bins or something like that. And there are also um, uh, the single issues, which, which, were, which were thicker comics. They're hard, I don't see them that often in back-issue bins, but good stuff. Uh, let's see here. And the usual assortment of, of trades, both hardcover and soft, just Marvel updating various series that are, are running or were running recently. Um, oh, they're doing on page... I'm sorry, Murd, go ahead. Well, we might have been about to talk about the same thing. I'm looking at page 97. A couple of uh, slightly older things uh, from the early 2000s and, well, and late 90s. Uh, we've got a new printing of the uh, Inhumans maxi-series from the Marvel Knights imprint uh, by Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee. It's uh, highly thought of by a lot of us, and uh, it was the subject of a past uh, CGS Book of the Month club. Yeah. Uh, Outstanding story. Also, Warren Ellis and Stuart Eminen's uh, Next Wave Agents of Hate. Uh, not something I read at the time, but uh, I know it's, it's, it's kind of uh, snarky, gonzo, post-9-11 superheroics, as only uh, Warren Ellis's uh, depraved sense of humor can bring it. Jumping back to page 94. Now, as we all know, Jessica Jones will be getting a Netflix series. Is that in the fall, Pants? I think it's in the fall. Uh, fall to winter? I think so. And it's also been announced it's just to be called Jessica Jones. They yeah. took off the AKA. They sure did. Okay, so they're reprinting in two trades, if this comes out in September, issues 1 through 9 and then issues 11 through 15 of, of Bendis's and Michael Gatos's classic alias series. Um, they also recently reissued the Omnibus collection of that uh, not too long ago. Uh, to me, this is this is one of the best things Brian Michael Bendis has done in, in his entire career. Uh, this is the Max line. This is not for kids <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but these these are tremendous stories. They're well, they're very much in the Marvel universe, but it's from the perspective of, shall we say, fallen hero who is now trying to make a living, eke out a living as a private investigator. 
and I can't speak highly enough about these stories, and I'm interested to see how well Netflix will interpret them. If Daredevil's any sign, it's going to be great. Yes. So, if you want to read the the originals, uh, again, this is this is highest recommendation for me. Anything else in trades jumping out at people? Nope, just that if you missed the Princess Leia issues, you can get the trade that's solicited. That's right, yeah. I think it's actually trading the Cage series from the early 90s. Oh, yeah, look at that. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I never read that. (laughs) $35 for 12 issues. Which are all probably all in 50 cent bins. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Well, they're in mine. So, (laughs) is it a good series, Murr? Did you read it or? Uh, I bought the Infinity Crusade crossover, uh, and that's course. the only issue of it I own. Pants, we move on to the rest of the book. All right. The rest of the book. Dum-dum-dum. <laughs> well, I'm going to start out then on page 258. Finally, they're soliciting issue two of Archie. Uh, it was not solicited last month. I was wondering oh, right. what that's was right. going yeah. on with it. So maybe that's their plan. I didn't read, you know, too much into that. It's not like it was announced and then delayed. It, had, was, it was not solicited right afterwards. So I'm going to continue on with issue two because I, I believe Wade and Staples are only off for the first three issues, if I'm not mistaken. But, again, you have your choice of th- six different covers. You order them individually through DCBS. So I'm going to give this uh, new series a, a, a shot. Especially, you know, Mark Wade and Fina Staples on for the first arc. And these all have, they have a Howard Chaykin variant cover and a Paolo Rivera variant cover as well. New print. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, new printings of the Afterlife with Archie Volume 1, if anybody missed that and wanted to get on that bandwagon. Afterlife with Archie, uh, the monthly issues come out sporadically. Um, but I, I recommend this. This I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I'm, I'm reading it as it comes out, but again, they don't come out every month. But if you want to jump in um and i highly recommend the first trade it, it's it's archie reimagined in a way that i think will catch some people off guard not necessarily in a bad way but you know, right right it's it's riverdale ravaged by zombies and the survivors trying to to cope with that so it, it's it's dark but it's very well done it's vastly different tone but uh, still yes. recognizably archie recognizably archie and recognizably survival horrors and how yeah. roberto guerrisacasa pulls that off I want to mention, by the way, I, without going into too much depth, I read the first issue of Archie versus Predator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, can, I salute Archie for always trying to stay relevant and current. You've you got to give tip your hat to that. So. They do adapt. Yes. Page 267. I was going to say that. I was th- hoping you'd mention that. Yeah. From Avatar, um, again, I, I'm always you know, tooting this particular horn, but – uh, they're reprinting th- – these used to be DC Vertigo series. I'm assuming Ennis mu- must have owned them, but they're now under the Avatar label where he's producing uh, current war stories books. But these are the, the first war stories he did from DC. There were two uh, miniseries, each collected in a, in a trade. Again, if you're a fan of military comics and or Garth Ennis, you've got to read these. Um, as, as, a, as a passionate student of military history – uh, these are top-flight war comics. And what's great about Innes' approach, he looks at, at these conflicts from all different perspectives. Um, all these stories deal with uh, – these particular stories deal with the Second World War or the Spanish Civil War, which was a, a precursor to the, to the Second World War. 
and uh, they're, they're tremendous. And he looks at it, you know, allied axis, different perspectives, uh, theaters of war. Uh, I, I can't – again, this is highest recommendation. Tremendous stuff. Up on page 278 from the Bongo comics, Futurama number 76 – the true story of Dupe's greatest hero, Zap Brannigan. <laughs> I may pick that up. I love Futurama. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be kind of a Flash Gordon style. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a Golden Age vibe to it. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> With Zap Brannigan's uh, uh, past revealed. Yeah. yeah the, I, I'm it's on my too. By the way, Shane, I just picked up uh, the Flash Gordon omnibus of the Jeff Parker series that was done recently. Nice. Once I read it, I'm going to lend it to you. Oh, cool. Because um, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Before we jump into Boom, I'd like to go backwards a little bit here. Um, I actually had two things to mention on page 248. Um, from Airship Entertainment, uh, we're beginning a new series of, uh, tr- of uh, graphic novels from creator Phil Folio. Um, of uh, the Girl Genius series, which is about uh, the uh, heir, the, the, the female heir to a, uh, a dynasty of mad scientists. It's kind of a steampunk uh, fantasy adventure series thing and, uh, with, with very strong elements of comedy, probably more comedy than anything else. Phil Folio is known for that. He's the guy who hosts the, uh, costu- the masquerade ball or the costume pageant at San Diego every year. Uh, I know that uh, he was a favorite creator of Jamie's as well. Jamie owned a few volumes of Girl Genius, and uh, I have uh, a couple of them autographed, actually. So we're beginning a new, uh, new volume of Girl Genius, uh, so get on the ground floor right there. And at the bottom of that page, something called The Yankee Number 1 from Alternative Comics. Uh, let me just read this illicit. The Yankee is a dumb American. He's Cosmo Vitelli. He's Prince Rogers Nelson. He's a Richard Pryor monologue, psychedelic economic fiction set in the nation's states of America. Reality is just a part of your brain, the part that you can touch. It's a heck of a pitch. <laughs> Anything that has the word psychedelic in it is going to get my attention. <laughs> but it's, it's a one-shot, self-contained thing, 48 pages. Seven ninety-five is a little bit steep for a, a single 48-page issue. But uh, being that it comes from a small press uh, publisher like this, I can probably – I might be able to justify it. I'll, I'll argue it out with myself later on. But I wanted to bring it to people's <laughs> attention. Well, when you argue with yourself, make the point that it is 30% off through DCBS. Uh. 50% would have been better. I know it would have been. Uh, and now the, the New Girl Genius Second Journey, uh, both versions, hardcover and softcover, are 45% off your DCB service. Right. So there you go. And one more thing from me here on page 263 um, from Aspen. Uh, we have the first issue of a new volume of the series Journey which is kind of a fantasy pirate adventure thing. It's going to be written by J.T. Krull, who has written a few things for DC, Green Arrow, for example. And the artwork is from uh, our friend V. Ken Marion, who is a very ah, yes. listener. And he actually drew those images of Matt and I in our <laughs> uh, childhood superhero identities, uh, Shadow Wing and the Thermostat. Yes. And he's, been, he's been getting occasional work from Aspen. And it's well-deserved, and he's, he's drawing this Journey thing. So if anybody was a fan of, like, the Pirates of Darkwater in the early 90s, uh, Journey looks like something you might enjoy. So give it a look. Uh, yeah, I think I just saw Ken, uh, V. Ken out at uh, C2E2 not too long ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Page 280 from Boom. This is an interesting concept. Welcome back, number 104. Written by Christopher uh, Sabela. Forgive me if I mispronounced that. Illustrated by Jonathan Brandon Sawyer about uh, two assassins who keep being reincarnated 
to the point where they even forget why they're fighting the war, and then one of them starts to become self-aware, and no doubt, wackiness ensues. The art looks tremendous. Really captivating artwork. It's on page 280-281. Um, so that, that's something I'm going to try at least the first issue of. Half off DCBS. <laughs> page 288 um, collects Fraggle Rock Journey to the Everspring, which is a hardcover. Been waiting for that. Mm-hmm. One of my one of the things I'm most excited about for this month actually can be found on page 285, uh, and that is the the first issue of a four issue miniseries based on Over the Garden Wall, which is uh, Cartoon Network's first ever original miniseries. It aired on CN uh, this past fall. Um, it, this story is written as uh, was the one shot that uh, preceded it uh, past fall, which apparently sold fairly well uh, by the uh, creator of that miniseries, Patrick McHale. Um, and uh, he, for his work on this, uh, he actually received, uh, on the same night that our friend Danielle Corsetto uh, won a Rubin Award for mm-hmm. her uh, for online um, comic strip for her recently discontinued uh, Girls with Slingshot series. We love you, Danielle. Congratulations. Um, but uh, at the same time, Pat McHale uh, won a Rubin for uh, television animation for Over the Garden Wall. So it was well-received by uh, professionals in the animation business, apparently. Um, I just I loved it because it had this great old timey feel and it, it it felt like a like, like an odd story really um, and so I, I loved that I had the whole thing on tape I, I I've watched it once or twice and now I'm going to have some more stories to continue uh, that that story I'm guessing this is based on uh, an episode uh, for or of like a subplot that they wanted to explore in that series but uh, didn't have quite enough space in the number of episodes a lot for it. Okay, now, Murr, you say you have it on tape? Uh, so they're bringing it to uh, the paneled page instead. And yeah, Yes, Brian, I, I do have a functioning VCR. <laughs> where, do you get, where do you get v- blank tapes for that? Just, you have old ones you keep using over and over again. I, I just keep using old ones. You can't just walk in any grocery store and buy them. I know. Them, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I have enough of them sitting around that I, I don't really want for recording materials. <laughs> okay. Wow. wow. Excellent. I'm sorry, I just, you, I, I, that, that made me go, whoo? <laughs> I'm jumping ahead to page 303 from Dynamite, The Shadow, Volume 2, Number 1. Good call. Uh, written by Cullen Bunn. Breathtaking artwork by Giovanni Timpano. Wow, look at this artwork on page 303. Beautiful. Okay. Now, is everybody sitting down? Yes. Okay. Special through DCBS... Free. What? You get this for free through DCBS. <laughs> One per person, you can get it for free. Wow. Well, I missed that. It's a dollar. So it's, that's, it's, that's, it's a dollar, yeah, but still, that's still. A, it's a free comic. That's great. That's cool. <laughs> 100% discount. Exactly. <laughs> It even says that here on DCBS. Limit one at one hundred percent off. I'll have to update my list. I, yeah, missed, maybe, I missed that. I missed that too. And you, usually, I go through their specials with a fine tooth comb. Sure, sure. You should go through their specials because a lot of times they have issues like um, bulk, bulk uh, back issues that they didn't oh, yeah. sell well for like sometimes seventy percent off or yeah, something like yeah. for seventy cents. Mm-hmm. I got a couple things that way, Latin. So check for their specials. All right, I have to make and, a habit and of that. order off because sometimes they go like that. So. I see, Shane, I uh, yeah. get the whole thing or, or, oh, right with that. Now back to the program. <laughs> Page 305, if you're a fan of the Hyborian Age. And who isn't? Red, Red Sonia <laughs> slash Conan number one. Now the Alex Ross cover is breathtaking. Oh, yeah. Boy, did he nail Conan. Look at those eyes. Ugh. 
But uh, if you're a fan of those characters, because you know they've had various team ups throughout their history, I'm sure this would be fun. I'm pretty sure out of that picture, I'm not looking at Conan. <laughs> Well, and especially not his eyes. Yeah. That, what the what's, hell? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Come on. I'm not saying, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm also appreciative from an artistic perspective. Oh, yeah. Art- artistic. Boobs. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Shame. Simple, <laughs> simple pleasures. Anyway. Just, just means you're alive, my friend. <laughs> what else? Anything you about a dynamite for people? Um, if you're interested, the Battlestar Galactica has traded the death of Apollo, um, which lets you uh, see how Apollo dies, since we kind of know what happens to Starbuck through the Battlestar Galactica 1980 TV show, if you bear to watch that again, which every now and then I try because it's on Netflix or Amazon or something like that. Um, so I, I, I want to pick this up at some point and read it and see what, how they tell Apollo's death. Shane, doesn't Galactica 80 begin and you already know that Apollo is dead? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Starbuck yeah. and Apollo, but again, Starbucks is a little bit skewed as right. they go through that series. Now, now, page 318, I don't know where it's solicited. It's actually a full page ad here. Podcast Pals, static vinyl figures of Kevin Smith and Jay Muse. It says here, the first toys ever based on a podcast. How come we never got in on this? I mean, we have the, the puppets. <laughs> You know, we I actually talked about this with a few people about when um, Mike Parkinson made that first drawing of us. Yeah, well, of the, the original five. Yeah, right. um, I talked to a couple people about the possibility of turning those into static PVC figures. Really? Yes, I did. You were ahead of your time, my friend. And it was You're very a costly. Visionary. Oh, <laughs> which, is, that which is, is why we didn't do it. <laughs> very costly. Yeah, I I, oh, I don't okay. I can't remember if I talked to Brian and Peter. I'm sure I must have. <laughs> Because of people I knew at that time. Um, but, yeah, they, they would have been a lot of money. That's a bold claim, though. The first <laughs> toys ever based on a podcast. I call shenanigans. I don't know what I'm calling it. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, pants is indignant. <laughs> I'm not indignant. I'm just <laughs> There's no shenanigans. They can afford to do it. That's right. Oh, yeah. God bless me. God love Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Oh, but. heck yeah. <laughs> anyway. Page 326, the fanographic section, which is always worth looking through. This sounds fascinating. The Eternaut. Now published for the first time in English, the seminal 1950s Latin American science fiction graphic novel has it all. Cold War tensions, aliens, and time travel. Illustrated in a gritty realistic style and rich with historical and political commentary, the Eternaut is an allegory based upon contemporary global events. The lasting power of the story of Juan Salvo's fight to save Argentina has proved a potent symbol of the endless struggle against oppression. I'm in. Wow. I must confess, Chris, that's not the thing on page 326 I thought you were about to talk about. Because I have marked here a couple of things uh, from uh, Pittsburgh's own Ed Pisker. Uh, the hip-hop family tree family. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Yes, there have been a couple of free comic book day uh, offerings from uh, Ed uh, based on his hip... He's done, like, hip-hop family tree two-in-one as a free comic book day comic. Um, but here, this month, uh, we're getting not only the third volume of the uh, graphic novel version of this um, illustrated history of hip-hop music and culture that he's been producing, we've also got the first issue of a monthly... Uh, a monthly comic book, an ongoing. Um... 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the, the book three covers uh, the years 1983 and 1984, and um, I don't really know what the first issue of The Ongoing is going to do, but it's going to be very interesting to have uh, you know, an injection of this stuff uh, on a monthly basis. So, yeah, I think I'm, I enjoyed those free comic book day one-shots enough that I think I'm going to follow this monthly. Bert, I'm glad you mentioned that because I wasn't familiar with this. And any, any kind of – any endeavor that takes on trying to capture some aspect of our culture and its history, I'm always looking forward to checking out. Mm-hmm. Up on page 334, um, under graphics, is Space Dumplings Volume 1 by Craig Thompson. comes in a soft cover and a hard cover. It uh, says here his first outing for a book for young readers uh, follows the adventures of a young heroine on a mission to save her dad. So that's kind of cool. Jumping back a few to page 330, Ultraman Volume 1 from Viz Media. Ah, uh, yeah, I have it actually. See, that's going to be in the Viz Media section. Yeah, I have that in my oh, notes here. Sorry. Well, we'll talk about it now. It's on, it's, it's on page 403, but talk about it now. Um, first, I remember, as I'm sure probably many people my age do, um, I mean, I'm 45. Probably it's got to be at least, at least 35 years or longer yeah. since I watched Ultraman as a kid on, you know, probably Channel 17 of, of 17 Philadelphia. 17 or 48. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I, I, I just remember that. It's one of those things I remember as a kid. I haven't seen it since. Me I'm either. sure there's bootlegs of it out there or maybe yep. legitimate releases, and I never sought them out because in my mind it was just perfect. All I know is, and what's, what's, what's the guy's name? Um, Hayato in his beta capsule. That's all I remember. And he holds it up, and the old man with, with, with the X and like this, with his, with his hands going uh-huh. like that. Shh. I love that, but I'm not sure. Now, this seems to be more of. He's older now. He has a son of his own. Yeah. It's it's half off. It's 6.49. I don't have it in my order. I I may add it later Mm -hmm. on, but now I want to watch the the TV series, or do I? Because I'm not sure how it's going to hold up. It could be cheesy. I I don't know. You know what? I've been perusing a multitude of old things that I wasn't sure would or would not hold up, whether it be um, Buck Rogers on DVD or Battlestar Galactica 1980, which was terrible back then, <laughs> but I still loved it. I still loved it. Um, Magnum PI, a- anything I can get my hands on. I had I had Matt sit down with me and we watched the first episode. Your, your, your son, Matt. Yeah, first episode of Family Ties and the first episode of Dick Van Dyke. Oh, what did he think? <laughs> well, he laughed at Dick Van Dyke. Good, good. Uh, which was good. Um, I was a little off put because they're not in the living room. They're not. They're in the kitchen and his office yeah. and the party, and and that's fine <laughs> because the office was familiar. But even that looked a little bit different to me than what I remember it being later uh-huh. in this in the show. So uh, I want to sit down with them and, and watch some more of it as the show progresses. See if I can get hooked a little bit. You see, you just messed up my summer because now I have Dick Van Dyke all on DVDs, and I want to watch them uh, again. Now you open your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, Netflix, no, just- man, that's it's a that's that's, a, that's classic stuff, right? That there. is great stuff, but it's a uh, more Amsterdam. <laughs> now, gentlemen, Ultraman, because when, when, when I traveled to Japan, oh, yes. I, I did see it because they were still playing it on television. Isn't, the, isn't Ultraman essentially like Mego-type dolls being moved around and animated? Isn't that what the show basically was? Um, I want to say, yeah. oh, I thought it was people in, in a suit. Like a Godzilla-type like, thing. Like, yeah, like Matt, a Godzilla yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I think that too. And then, like, like, and then little villages. Mm-hmm. I could... See now, off to, off to YouTube. I guess is my because there, there's <laughs> also um, 
what was it, Mag Magids or Z or something like that? I couldn't tell you. That was on at a similar time, and I would watch that as well, and I see that in trades and solicits of stuff, and I keep wanting to pick that up too. Man. By the way, oh, man. for fans yeah. of comic book history, this is very exciting. I, I just noticed this for the first time. Page 340. We don't talk much about the Heavy Metal magazine on this program, although it's been around for decades. It has its own place. 30, 40 years, I want to say, yeah. In, in the history of comics. They are producing, or I should say reprinting, Kirby artwork. This what? is Heavy Metal, Heavy Metal 276. Kirby artwork. This is taken from Barry Gill and Jack Kirby's Lord of Light. Now, this is part of, if you've seen the movie Argo and are familiar with oh, yeah. the uh, CIA plan working with Canada to free a few of the embassy personnel who escaped the Iranian um, embassy, uh, right. Sweep of all the ho- of all the embassy personnel, the hostage crisis. They used some of Kirby's uh, uh, art, which he which he'd done as presentation art, storyboard art for yep. a potential science fiction movie, and the, and they used it as part of that deception. And, and here in this heavy metal magazine, they're going to be uh, showing some of that artwork. I, I am definitely getting this. Hmm. I'm very excited. Wow! Because um, according to what I'm reading here, if I'm reading this correctly, first time. Where did I see that here? Ever I saw your face? No, I <laughs> for the first time ever. It's it's but is it published for the first time ever? Oh no, Kirby. Well, no, I just see Kirby. I just saw first time ever and thought it was ever published. I, yeah, I but think that's, they're saying it's the first time Kirby arts and heavy metal. I think that's, that's correct. That's, that's yeah, that that's great. But look at that cover. Oh God. my God! I, mean, I, can't, I can't wait to get talk this. about psychedelic murder. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's very exciting. Yes. Excellent. This is interesting. On page 342, written by Jeff jo- or co-written by Jeff Johns, Olympus hardcover, and uh, artwork by Butch Geis. Oh, man. About the Olympian gods. Has anybody heard anything about this? No. no. See, this, this is what I makes think. me crazy when you guys find these cool things. That's from uh, U- Humanoids uh, Publishing. Hmm. Interesting. 45% off with DCBS. That doesn't hurt. Right, well, a couple other diamonds in the rough, then. Uh, back on page 333 from uh, Graphic India, which I'm pretty sure is from the same backers and uh, oh, uh, we'll call them impresarios that uh, brought us Virgin Comics a few years ago. Um, uh, we have a one-shot called Black Tiger, which is written by Chuck Dixon with art by his former uh, detective comics partner Graham Nolan. And it's uh, it's about an Indian superhero called Black Tiger. It's, it's the creative team that's telling me on that one more than anything else. And then jumping ahead to page 344, just two pages after that, Jeff John's find of yours, Chris, which I had completely missed. So thank you for pointing it out. Um, From Jet City Comics, uh, the first issue of a five-issue miniseries called King. It's written by Joshua Hale Fialkov. The art is by Bernard Chang. And the premise is basically slacker commandy. It's uh, (laughs) it's about this... (laughs) This young adult living in L.A. who's, uh, you know, the mutant freaks have taken over the world. He's probably the last human being left alive, but he still has to work his stupid dead-end job. Except <laughs> now he has to risk his life against uh, elder gods and mutant cheetah women and stuff like that. Just to, to make ends meet. <laughs> King, the last production assistant on Earth. Uh, so that, that could be fun. And it's oh, yeah. a pretty high-caliber creative team, I think. So, yeah, I, I will be ordering King. Well, that Black Tiger one-shot uh, is 45% off with DCBS at only $1.64, as really? is King number one, 45% off, $1.64. 
from Oni Press, page 353. Uh, Mark Guggenheim writing, Justin Greenwood uh, illustrating, Stringers number one. This sounds interesting. Paul and Nick are the guys who shoot the news, filming car chases, fires, and shootouts, and their busted-up rig. They put their uninsured, unsalaried lives on the line every night so the good citizens of L.A. can get their daily update. When a firefight between the LAPD and the MS-13, which is a brutal street gang, goes wrong, Paul and Nick find themselves on the run. Huh. That sounds interesting. Uh, Justin Greenwood has drawn uh, Stumptown and the Fuse, so he definitely has uh, skills, and, and you know we all know Guggenheim, so that could be interesting. This is all. Oh, this looks very interesting. Page three fifty six from Oni, the Krogan Adventures, five years service. Hmm. Um, this is uh, by Chris Schweizer and Joey Weiser. Uh, it's about it's about the French Foreign Legion, the early twentieth century, which you know that's right up my alley in terms of the history. But it, I, I love I, I love a well done historical comic. Hmm. Yep, so, and the Krogan series have been very well done, indeed, Chris. Have they? I, I'm not familiar with them. Yep, it's a part of a series, and they're, they're, each one uh, takes a look at a different member of the Krogan family, some generations okay. back. The framing device is a father telling like, the family lore to his young children, and uh, it, it's all very carefully uh, researched and well-illustrated, comedically illustrated. And uh, I met Mr. Schweitzer at a couple of Heroes Cons, a nice guy, and um, you know, Jamie, this is another thing that Jamie and I both enjoyed. I can remember reading, well, devouring, really, a few volumes of this on a bus ride to Toronto, sitting next to Jamie a few years ago. So, yes, I, I would definitely recommend it for you and for your boys. Murd, I will make, endeavor to get every volume then. Mm. Thank you, sir. Mm, absolutely. Well, you guys are doing a great job on finding things that I did. Yeah, that I missed. I'm oh, not always as, as thorough as it should be sometimes in certain parts of the book. It's like, oh, I've already placed my order, and it's like, well, here's some really good stuff you guys are bringing well, up. Well, and some of that's by design, so I don't put more <laughs> Well, more yeah, on yeah, it. that I mean, too. It's like, oh, I try to stick to my budget. But then again, you must say sometimes, budget, schmudget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. I'm myself saying that every month. <laughs> um, page, th- um, go ahead, Shane, I'm sorry. Page 360, no, it's 970, 370, the Titan yes. stuff. I wanted to ask you, are you getting those weekly miniseries, the weekly miniseries the of Doctor the, four, Who? the four doctors? Well, absolutely. Okay. I'm going to hold well, off for a trade. Why would you not? It's Doctor Who. Because I'm holding off for Neil a trade. It's Neil Edwards. I'm holding it's, off for a trade. Yeah, but it, when you get with DC, it'll become a one-lump thing. Yeah, it, I know. Yeah. Ah, Shane. <laughs> but I love <laughs> that they're doing it. What's the matter with you? I love that they're doing it. Yes. First time first time they're meeting, and it's in comics. I love it. You know, the the the, the, the war doctor. The, yeah. The, yeah, and then, you know, the um, 10, 11, 12, I guess, you know. 8, 9, 10, 10, 12, no, 13, 18, 18, 18 They're meeting together in comics for the first time, and it's drawn by Neil Edwards, who likes us and wants to be on the show, but never gets back to me. Oh, come on, <laughs> Neil, get back to me. I'm sorry. I, was, I shouldn't have said that. And I like how they're doing. Um, <laughs> we love you, Neil. All the variants. You have the, uh, the, oh, yes. the drawn ones, you have the pictures, and then you have the companions. Yes. And the, the companions for the, the current series for the mm-hmm. 11th and 10th, 11th Doctors are very good and well-thought-out characters. Nice. Very, very enjoying those stories. And actually, gentlemen, when we get to the book section, there's another Doctor Who thing I want to point out to you if you haven't noticed it. Oh, okay. Uh, jumping back to 365 from Seven Stories Press. This is the, a graphic novel biography of Edward Snowden. Oh, my goodness. Now, I don't know how well done this is, but Edward Snowden, believe me, is going to go down as one of the most controversial figures from this era of American history. Um, I mean, some people see him as a patriot, others as a traitor. 
Uh, I mean, the, you know, we're going to see how history is going to judge him in, in the decades to come. Uh, but this this might be an interesting read because he's, he's such a enigmatic but important figure right now in just our, our sort of our national dialogue about surveillance and the role of the government in that and so forth. So mm-hmm. that could be interesting. Yeah. And going back to Titan, uh, page uh, no page numbers here. Um, well, it's their big advertisements, like where they have the full pages here. So mm-hmm. yes. Breathtaker and then Showman Killer, Heartless Hero. These both sound really interesting. Um, Breathtaker, Chase Darrow is the perfect weapon created by the U.S. government to be utterly alluring and utterly lethal. She has turned on her former masters. Now, Walt Simonson, Mark Buckham, and Mark Wade, and Neil Gaiman are all praising this book. So that's high praise. <laughs> Mark Wade, take my money. Yes. <laughs> Walt Simonson, this is why I read comic books. My goodness. Samurai, the collected edition. I was was a sucker for a good feudal Japanese story. Uh, And then um, Showman Killer, heartless assassin genetically engineered by an insane scientist to be devoid of any emotion and trained to kill. Look at the artwork. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Um, Art writer by Alejandro Jodorowsky, artist Nicholas uh, Fructus, or Fructus. That looks beautiful. Titan's putting out some really interesting stuff. Um, now, turn the page from where you're looking at showman killers. Yeah. And the bottom left-hand corner, the autobiography that. of James T. Kirk, written by James T. Kirk <laughs> 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 and David A. Goodham, Goodman. <laughs> that might be fun to read. Now, the key is if you read that, you got to imagine Shatner's voice in your head. Right? Yes. Make it, I'm sure a little more compelling and powerful. <laughs> yeah. Isn't his voice always in your head, though? It's often <laughs> and Chris, right is there any way for you to, to either speak a little louder or sort of, you're sort of going a little softer now? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. No, oh, that's better. Sleepy. There we go. That's much better. I think I just had to move my, adjust my microphone there. Excellent. Now I, I, hope, I hope it wasn't too, too low. I'm sorry, what? I hope... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's that rapier wit. I've missed that lately. Good old pantaloons. <laughs> Next stop, the stand-up comedy circuit. Oh, All right. God, no. Page 384. I love tomorrow's American Comic yes. Chronicles Volume Three. This, this is in my notes. Yes, the nineteen fifties. Yep, that's I, exciting. I, I don't know how they keep doing, but they just yeah. keep putting out because we've got a lot of these in the studio sent to yeah, us, and I have a few. I, I took a few home out of the library. Home, I have one home myself. Oh, I have one home myself too. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, but these are just amazing. And you know, we talk about history of comics and writing and reading about history of comics. Uh, you're right. This is something I could do all day long if I'm not careful. Yeah. Well, if you if you want, and I agree with 100 pants. If you want a comprehensive history of the American comic book, just get these books. Yep. The, the 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 prodigious research that went into these is awe inspiring. I mean, yep. they don't just talk about the books; they give you a whole larger context yep. of how these comics fit into the American history and culture of mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. They are phenomenal books. They certainly are. Yeah. I would be proud if I could get them all on myself. That'd be a, a neat, neat display at home. Is anybody reading anything from Valiant? I know Jamie was a big fan of the Valiant. Thing. I am I don't read them honestly. A little behind, but I am reading um, Ivar Time Walker. Walker. First few issues that I read, I liked. Time travel, trippy stuff. Mm-hmm. Never. Hurts. I still have the Omnibus. I know Murd has praised this many times. Collecting the classic Priest Bright Quantum and Woody, which I've yet to read. That might be one of my summer reading projects. Oh, you should make it so. Yeah, I never read that either. I know you appreciate the priest's sense of humor. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
Thank you, sir. Murd, did I just hear Tammy in the background? Yes, you did. <laughs> no, 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 yes, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Trying to claw our way into my little studio here. And did I hear Casey too earlier, or is that something else? Uh, you, you might have. She might have gotten excited and barked at somebody. I just Okay. <laughs> I can't say for certain. No, it, it, it's all good. <laughs> now, pa- Pants and Shane, I want to titillate you both. Oh, Hang on a minute. Let me get my uh, page 402. Let me, let me put my no, seat no, in page, order. Page 422. <laughs> okay. Page 422. <laughs> the doctors are in the essential unofficial guide to Doctor Who's greatest time lord. That's where you lose me. Unofficial. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, okay, fair enough. But it looks like it's 220 pages. looks like they're covering every aspect of the Doctor Who show's history. I don't know. It might, be, might have been an interest to you. 20 years ago? I wouldn't have blank, uh, blank an eye. I wouldn't have even <laughs> given it a thought, but now that kind of bugs me. I don't know why. Yeah. Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. Oh, and by the way, Shane, you may have to talk me down from the ledge. Um, I saw that this November in London at the Excel Center, there's Doctor Who convention of, oh. of sorts where Peter Capaldi is going to be. Oh, jeez, and he hardly and does I, any. And I know, and I, I, I want to oh. go, and I want to go, and I want to go. But I shouldn't go. But I want to go, and I want to go. I'm already going to the, 20, the 2016 um, Gallifrey One in Los Angeles yeah, again. Yeah. Oh, but Shane, I want to go back to London again and see Peter Capaldi. Talk me down, Shane. Talk me down. You might want to skip that one oh. in light of your next trips next year. Yeah, and it's November, and if I'm still working towards us, it'll be in the middle of yeah. the Christmas season. But... Mi- mi- the middle of, hi- of craziness. Yeah. Shane, my brother, let me redeem myself. Okay. <laughs> Page 424. Star Wars, the original <laughs> Tops Trading Card Series, Volume 1 hardcover. All right, now that Shane, one... right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one i got to say, I considered getting that one, too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the new movies will have Tops-esque cards coming out. Huh. Well, anything with this new movie is a license to print money. Oh, you're money. not kidding. There's going to be a countdown clock starting at, at the toy store pretty soon, which we okay. counting down to, I think... Thursday, September 3rd at midnight. When the toys come out? I believe so. Now, I'm not going to go crazy getting the toys. Yes, you will. But I will get a couple, <laughs> especially R2s and BB-8s. I will get a couple of those. Uh, I, I, little Birdie told me there might be some Lego giveaways at Toys oh. Restaurant at that time frame as well. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. Maybe. Damn it. Maybe. Be I'm going to have to show up at midnight. <laughs> Bastard. Page 429. We're all fans of the... Magnificent back issue comic oh, for tomorrow. Yes, yes. Merge, merge, you'll love this. A comprehensive review of Supergirl in the Bronze Age. So, <laughs> including yeah. this is what interests me the most. Uh, I'm looking for the something about the DC superheroes water ski show. Yes. Oh yes. What? Yeah. I've seen pictures. Oh of my that. God! Yes. It's oh in the, yeah! It's there, 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 there's a tower of people. Uh-huh. And there's like black canary on uh-huh. the thing, and what, I don't, again, I'm yelling. I'm sorry, I'm yelling, but I'm so excited because it's yeah. ah. Yep. I remember pictures of that in one of the <laughs> yes. books we have here. Might oh have been the TV, God. the TV heroes one from tomorrow's. Maybe that could be. Were those at SeaWorld? Where were those held? Ah, might have that been. I don't know. It might have okay. been SeaWorld. Oh, my God. Now, I, SeaWorld, actually. Yeah. I am I very so. happy. Ohio. I'm happy to say I still have every issue back issue. Nice. Every single one. We have a lot of them in the studio behind you as well. Yep, yep we sure do. Any, anybody who wants to immerse themselves in the history of comic books, you just go to Tomorrow's and yep. you're all set. Yep, yep, I mean, yep. their, their library of, of titles is it's, it's just the consummate 
uh, approach to recording comic book history. And I, it, I couldn't do half the spotlights without stuff that I'm getting, you know, from tomorrow's mm-hmm. among many other sources. If so. you're going to the upcoming yeah. Heroes Con, uh, I know they'll have a booth down there because that's right in their backyard. Tomorrow Publishing, and I believe, uh, hmm. I believe we will see uh, Eric Nolan Wellington at the booth at some point the weekend. Murd, huh. I think we probably will. Yeah. I might have to send you a list if I'm missing something that you I wanted will, to get from you. You will send us a list, and we will uh, not get it for you. That's true, too. <laughs> also, Jack Kirby Collector 66, always a great magazine, especially, if, obviously, if you're a fan of Kirby. I mean, this is an exhaustive look. Uh, I, I don't mean that. I don't use that adjective negatively in this sense of just Kirby's uh, uh, effects on comics, on, on popular culture. They, they bring out, you know, little scene artwork, ar- ar- archived interviews. Um, it's outstanding. Great magazine. Yep. Now, back, way, way back in the book, in the toysy section. Or the toys section. Page 505. 505. I had Batman on my list. I took him <laughs> off. I put him on. I took him off. <laughs> right now it's off. Oh, my God. You're yelling again. Right now it's off. It's talking about the Kotobukiya superpowers. superpowers. Wow. I, I missed that boat when they came out, the Superpowers figures. That's the only one I want. I, they I, were, we, had, we had all those when my brother and I were kids. Those were great figures. I had a Robin, maybe a Batman. That's about it. I never had a lot of them like I would have liked to have had. Um, but when I started seeing these, these statues coming out, I really want to get the Batman one. I think it's Does $22. Matt, Matt does have a Batmobile. And I've yeah. looked for a Batmobile, and, and at some point I will get one. Yeah, it's twenty percent off at twenty three ninety nine. It's not bad, Shane. If that's the only one you want, that is the only one I want. Well, then why don't you get it and just give it yourself as a present for Christmas? I do that a lot. I well, <laughs> Shane, Shane, are you? Do, do you gamble? Not really. Do you use heroin? <laughs> do you have any kind of self destructive vice no. that would lead to the destruction of your marriage and your family? Just the comics. <laughs> okay, that, see. I, 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 it's like I'm a therapist in my shop. I, I have to talk husbands down from the ledge all the time when it comes. I say, look, does your wife like to buy shoes? No. Do you give her a hard time? Well, I'm, I'm speaking broadly here. These are the kinds of questions I ask these men. You know, you can, it's okay. You can buy a comic. It's not like you're going to the track and blowing your mortgage payment on it or something like that. You know, it, it's all right. Sometimes my orders get up to the level of a mortgage payment, <laughs> and then I talk myself down to about 50 bucks, 100 bucks. <laughs> not an easy task. Understood. Now, I, lo- I always have to go to the T-shirt section because I always I oh. tend to buy one or two every month. I do, and I never, I never buy them, but I look at them. Great Doctor Doom shirt on page 439. Um, one I'm excited to buy is on page 444 for Mad Engine, this vintage Bronze Age Falcon shirt oh. with Red Wing. And then next to it, a Daredevil 181 cover shot. I will be ordering that immediately. <laughs> See, now I thought you were going the other way with the DuckTales one. <laughs> I-, I never watched DuckTales. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tisk, tisk, Chris. That is I a know, tisk, I know. tisk. I only, I only saw it on occasion. Life is like a hurricane. Anything um, else in the, in the way back of the book that caught people's eyes? Page 484 and 485. I have not ever gotten any of these, but those reaction figures. I noticed Toys R Us has the Star Trek ones. Yep. Um, Spock's wave. Uh, but Arrow, TV show Arrow figures. And Flash. With reverse flash. Should I keep an eye out for you for those? No, I'm going to keep we, Ben we, away we, from we, them. We, we just got in pop figures on the Flash TV series. 
Did you? Yeah, Captain Cold, Flash, and I almost sent you a picture of that today. Captain Cold, huh. Flash, and Reverse Flash. I might be by because not not for me. Honest to God, not for me this time. Uh, really, hey, honestly. Hey, you're you're under oath um, here. I'm not gonna. <laughs> ben, holy cow! And there's Super Grover there on page 484. I love Super Grover. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh my God! I saw that one at Barnes and Noble. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, <laughs> ben has powered through seasons one and two of Arrow that I have uh, on DVD, mm-hmm. and he started recording season three. Of course, we watched Flash all season. So he has, he's not much of a toy kid, and he's even getting out of Legos a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, you know, he's kind of grown up a little bit. Doesn't want to play with everything. But the Arrow pop figures, he's got Black Canary, Deathstroke, and Arrow. And he has Captain Cold, and we couldn't find any of the others. So Toys R Us has them. I'll have to. I saw him there a few hours ago. Right, I, might, little, I almost texted you a photo of him. Yeah. I really did. But I All thought, right. eh, you're not going to want these. No, it's, and, and it's not me. It's Ben. He's going crazy trying to find them. One cool. of the things I like to point out, because I've always got a huge kick out of this section of the book, if, if for, for those of you who have no responsibility to endless amounts of money, <laughs> you can buy on page 494 the the Stanley Lee uh, action <laughs> figure for $250. Oh my, and yeah. even yeah. better, on page 497, if you have a, just you know, if you have a 600 bucks lying around, the He-Man scale bust, or for 335, a, a pocket change, the Master of the Universe Man at Arms scale statue. So. Yep. <laughs> My favorite was that Dr. Fate helmet from a month or two ago, though. Oh, yes. I know. Well, how about the next page? Star Trek Original Series Phaser Replica Universal Remote. Just a mere $150. Shane, that's cheap compared to the other stuff we just mentioned. But For a TV remote? <laughs> I, uh, in, in the Blu-ray set I bought of... Uh, the new Doctor Who that came with a uh, remote control um, sonic screwdriver of the of the eleventh <laughs> Doctor. I haven't used it, but I have it. Nice. And you actually have to like add it in, and that's how it changes channels. But it's like I have, I have like eight remotes in my house. I don't need another one. <laughs> but it's this a sonic is... screwdriver. I don't get him yelling. I'm sorry. I have this the is... fourth sorry, Doctor sonic screwdriver and the eighth Doctor. Uh, I'm sorry, not eighth. Um, tenth Doctor sonic screwdriver. Page 555, the Batman 66 bendable figure box set. Nope, you lost me. <laughs> bendable figures. Yuck, yeah, yuck, yuck. yeah. That's but a it's, waste. It's Adam West and Burt Ward waving at you. Oh, yes, I know. Yes, I know, I know. I'd, I'd end up poking the wire out of the thing, ruining it, and tossing them away. And there's a Doctor Who comic theme hinged wallet on page 560. <laughs> no. And Doctor Who Bluetooth speakers. Fantastic. Oh Heck, there's Marvel guitar picks. Yeah, I saw that on page 562. Boy, we are running deep. This, 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 these are uh, deep, pants, deep I gotta, cuts. I gotta go hey, deep. I love the back of the book. If, yes, so I, know, sure. I know, I know, I know. If you're gonna do that, you might as well get <laughs> the many moods of Gumby on 566 bendable. <laughs> Gumby? As well as Popeye, or the Vulcan greeting Spock business card holder. <laughs> Did you mention the R2-D2 teapot? No, no, I did not. I okay. didn't get that far. Oh, yeah, there a 40-inch giant Chewbacca plush. <laughs> <laughs> for 70, $71.50. <laughs> 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 I think we've shot our Wow, our we've lost it. At this point. <laughs> wow. Is Bird still there, by the way? 
Am I still there? Yeah. yeah okay. I, he, he, went, he went silent there for a while. Are you laughing lost. at us? I thought we lost at us. I, I, I really never pay very much attention to the back of the book. Chris is right. It's ridiculous. It's it's excessive. And sometimes reading some of the schlock that's solicited back there literally makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> See, Murray, for me, I find it so amusing that it, 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 some of it has to be mentioned just for the sake of the theater of absurd. Mm. But... All no right. argument there. <laughs> is there uh, anything else to mention this episode, then, gentlemen? No, I'm I'm a read good Airboy number one. Go get Airboy yes. number one. Well, <laughs> uh, Shane, you want to talk a little bit about the off the rack? What's going with off the racks? What's going with off the racks? That oh, we're going to put them on hiatus. Yeah, we didn't mention any because we're not. We're not we didn't mention any. Um, we're going to take a break for the summer. We're a little bit behind. I think we'll do the ones we've picked out. Oh, yes, the ones in, that we've already announced. Right, we'll definitely do. But from now, for the next month or two, we're probably not going to mention any and just hold off for a little while. Right, and uh, clearly, we have to talk about Airboy on the air at some point, number okay. one. I'm okay um, with that. We'll have to make sure you get a copy of that. But, you know, we, it, it is tough for us sometimes to be timely in comic. This is the yeah. way to keep us timely, but uh, we'll do something along the lines. Yeah, you know. and, and, you know, when fall comes and winter and... We get a little bit more settled down, merds back up this neck of the woods type stuff. It, maybe. Maybe we'll pick it back up. Or it might evolve into something else again. Plus, with our comic talks, we're always critiquing things yeah. as it is. So it will, we'll, there's always fun to try new formats. I'm sure we'll be doing new and interesting things in the months to come. So. Yes. All right. Well, that's off the episode. We'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, this episode, once again, was brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. Go to dcbservice.com for all your pre-ordering needs. Visit us at comicgeekspeak.com. Send us an email. The address is comicgeekspeak at gmail.com. It's sad I still need this. <laughs> Leave a voicemail. The number is 267-702-6642. Stop by The Comic Forums and let us know if you watched Single Guy. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> like us on Facebook. We would like to thank everyone who contributes to the show. Please send in... Uh, Emails and muddle the merge stuff. We haven't done any in forever, and I keep promising we will. And as always, we are uniting the world's mightiest heroes, one listener at a time. <laughs> Pants is losing it over here laughing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>